Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. This week we're hunting commies, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Red Dawn. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're back, our second episode of the season. We don't need to plug as much stuff anymore. Now we just need to plug the website, disasterartistspodcast.com. Go there to find everything. 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 There's like loads loads of secret sections of the say. It's not really it's one page so far. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so from now on you can just go there and see the lists of like upcoming episodes and anywhere you can find the podcast is now listed there. So Yeah. But still like we're And we're still on the Google Play app in America, yeah. Did that thing happen? No. As far as I know, we are, but I've got no way to... Oh, you've like, no way to... <laughs> like, <laughs> just, get a fly, just fly to New York, just land in JFK and just, like, go in, use your free Wi-Fi. Say, oh, yeah, we're up there. And then just get the next flight back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get about... Uh, I'd say it's about 13 hours all around flying mm. to edit a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, as far as I know, we are. Well, we are because I know... Now, I don't know his actual name, but I know he runs postapocalyptic.com. I hope that's the right. Oh, yeah. Because I, I needed to get, I, like, I didn't have the URL. Because when I was doing that, you know, the the logos for get on iTunes, find on, oh, on whatever yeah. for the website. I was putting in the hyperlinks for all them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't actually, I don't have the link for the Google Play because I can't access it. Oh, yeah. So I just threw <laughs> it out on Twitter where I was like, uh, favor, any American listener, can you go into like Google Play and tell me what our URL is? But uh, the guy that, the, twi- the Twitter for postapocalyptic.com messaged oh, cool. me with it. I'm actually. It's nice like, and friendly. I, yeah, I think we, Dave, um, or he, I don't know like how many people are involved in that, but like we've, our podcast's been put on their site before as well, like, so. Ah, cool. Uh, they're good lads, but I want to check to make sure I'm actually saying the right name. I think it's postapocalyptic.com, or post slash apocalyptic. I don't know. I'll just I'll find out. Actually, why did it? Why were you wondering about Google Play? Just for plugging it. Yeah, just as another thing, because it it's a new thing to plug. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything's there now, so on, yeah. on the website, and you can just go to the store there. And what else is there? We're all still here for the moment. Uh, yeah. Mainly, yeah, the store, I guess, is the, that's the main reason you should go to the website if you want to get a t-shirt or, that, or support us in any way. If you want to help keep the, keep the commies, keep the reds away from the bunker. Oh, yeah. Actually, so that's how we can get into it. Before we start, can I interest you in a, a nice glass of Red Dawn? <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some bunker some? brew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you made some. Yeah, you can keep it recording. Give me a second. Sorry, we'll put in noise of you like you going downstairs into a basement, like a doom, 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 doom. Hey, put red caps on them and everything. <laughs> well, that's actually just a system I had anyway, so I knew what was what. Oh, yeah. Black caps for stout, red caps for ale, and yellow for. You were only talking about this the uh, the last day we were recording. You're like, oh, I'm gonna make some red ale. I was like, you should call it Red Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, now it's like, I wasn't as gone on this as the stout. Oh yeah, but you know, oh. podcast like. It's a great noise. 
Yeah, it smells like beer. <laughs> <laughs> smells like ale. This isn't going to poison me. Uh, why not yet? <laughs> <laughs> you put a like just a small enough cyanide that <laughs> takes a few. Like I have to build it up. That'd be a good marketing thing where we actually. Uh, put iodine in our in our beer. <laughs> that is genius. <laughs> oh my god, what a great idea. Like you know build what? up your iodine levels for the nuclear winter. What is the uh what's the the uh, tablets you kelp. got me? Uh, kelp. Kelp. Yeah, so, sea kelp, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so kelp I'm sure there is an alcohol where you can just use kelp as an ingredient anyway. Yeah, yeah. So you could just make that your and then the gimmick is it's higher levels of iodine. Yeah. Right? Even though by, by the time you get to the end process, there's probably like no none left. <laughs> Not the idea. But you have to keep drinking. Like. Yeah. <laughs> this is like we we we'll drink our way into the apocalypse. It'll be fine. It's pretty uh, dark. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's barely even red ale. Like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a bitter. It's, it started in amber and then just kind of went darker and darker. So I hold it up to the light. Yeah. So this is your bunker brew, uh, Red Dawn. Yeah. Not sure what this out was oh we had a name for the last i think we just threw around names but there were those things that were like never never go with your first idea yeah yeah it was like blackface or something (laughs) (laughs) it was just yeah i don't know they weren't good though there is there's a lovely um like red dawn sounds like a name of a beer so uh, yeah it's a good it's a good name there's a there's a, a craft beer i really like and they do one called coal face and it's their stout and for such a long time, I kept slipping up and calling it blackface <laughs> by accident. Like, not in any kind of intentionally way. It was yeah, just, yeah. I would say it and they go, no, no, sorry, it's, that, it's, it's, it's cold face. Yeah. Actually, speaking of store, to go back to the website, I had an idea. Yeah. And we'll just try and gauge interest from the li- listeners. So, you know, like I done the, the team song. Oh, yes. And I sent yeah. it to you. I put it on Bandcamp. Yeah. And they have... You know, you can sell stuff on Bandcamp. Yeah. And you can do that, like, choose your price or whatever, and you can do albums and stuff. Yeah. I was thinking about, like, us doing, but not a music album, but, like, an old, you know, like, the old comedy records people used to do, where yeah, we do, yeah. like, a compilation album of, like, sort of unused, like, that episode we never put out. Yeah, yeah. Like, stuff like that. Sort of like, oh, that you won't get anywhere else unless you pay for it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, three ninety nine or whatever, and like try to make it good, like make put like make it like six seven hours of content or whatever. Yeah, like bunk, bunk, bunker bunker b sides. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that bunker b sides. I like have a really cheesy like uh, music for it. No, no, no. I like I'd like the idea of having like poorly done album art and stuff like <laughs> like an eighties comedy record, like that yeah. some some underground comic would do. But then from that, also do an actual proper one, like a. Yeah. More like an audiobook. Like we're, we, yeah. I think we talked about the like the Wasteland Survival Guide before doing that as a proper, yeah. like a, a more presented survival guide that people could de- actually keep with them and you know have in the yeah. apocalypse. We've recorded, I think, throughout the po- like all our podcasts together. It's like seventy one hours yeah. of content, so that's too much. <laughs> yeah. But you know, something we to do like a six hour sort of definitive post apocalyptic guide that we could like sell. Uh, eventually sell either on cassette or vinyl or something oh, yeah. something a hard copy that <laughs> yeah. will survive the end of the world yeah i like the idea of cassette that's good cool. because it's you can still get them and i've two cassette recorders at home yeah <laughs> yeah and tapes still fucking play like yeah, yeah. like they don't even like cds have 
thought, oh, what's a CD's lifespan? Isn't it something like 25 years? Yeah. They kind of start to... At the time, they were like, oh, it'll be fine, good for 100 years. Yeah. And it's like, well, no. But tape is just good forever. I'd love the, like, the idea of doing cassette is great. You can still do, like, vinyl, you can get your own vinyls pressed. Now. Like, it costs yeah, a yeah. bit, but... I saw an amazing thing the other day. And uh, what you, you can do now, there's a company who will take your ashes and press them into a vinyl. Right. So when you die, you can become a vinyl record. <laughs> I was like, that is amazing. You just become your favorite song on vinyl. But you can put anything you want onto the vinyl. Yeah, you can put it on. Just have me making ghostly sounds. <laughs> Wonder how what's the longest you can put on a vinyl? Like, is there a limit? Does, I assume there's a limit to time. Because well, then you yeah, have two yeah. sides, then. Yeah, it's, obviously it's probably the, about the size of the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Matters. Um, yeah, well, it's like the biggest, like whatever the measurement is, the biggest vinyl like holds a, a, a lot of stuff like. Yeah. yeah. I'd say you're pretty if you've got a good. You wouldn't get the you wouldn't get the six hours or anything. Like, no, no, you probably get like two hours on. Yeah, there's a reason you never saw like audio books until tape came yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah, and then they would be like six tapes. Yeah, yeah. My dad used to have loads of those. Like, it'd yeah. be a box, like with just yeah, tapes or in or it'd it. be like a plastic briefcase that opens and has all <laughs> yeah, loads of tapes yeah. in it. He had loads of those, um, and they're like tapes. You got like ninety minutes, yeah, aside. Like, yeah, yeah, you that's fucking that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. three hours per yeah. tape. Yeah, so we'll see you next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Retro renegade. I don't know. It's a new podcast <laughs> work. <laughs> Retro <laughs> renegade. It's a backdoor pilot. <laughs> <laughs> we were only talking about that. So, in the words of Mister Sunday Movie Shane, what did you think the story of this film was? <laughs> um, what if? <laughs> what if oh, it is a horrible question yeah, yeah, yeah. to ask. Uh, what if World War Three, but kinda? What if World um, War Three, but kinda? Or sorry, what if World War Three, but no nukes? What? Is, so what if World War Three, but unrealistic? Um, possibly. There's arguments for and against that. I think it's. What are the arguments against? Is the way they invade, it kind of jumps ahead, but anyway, and then, yeah, no, the opening of the film is, yeah, they're, they, they're invaded by troops, so that's the, they invade with troops using commercial uh, planes. Yeah, yeah. And so then suddenly there's just troops fucking everywhere, so they can't really nuke their own people. Oh, yeah, but, I, but so, so the argument against is based on something that happens in the film. But they, yeah, they, yeah. but the, but we're talking like the but scenario just, would never happen to begin with. Yeah, because it's not of course, practical. Yeah, to of course, of course, the way. troops. If the troops were there, they're not going to nuke their. I mean, they do nu- use nukes in the film, so they're not yeah, going to nuke yeah. their own troops. But the argument is like, you would never Russia at the time. Yeah, and you know this is the film's technically set in the future. It's set in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. But they would have never sent... They would have never, like, sent... There's a reason nobody's invaded mainland America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not practical no, at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, the the United, the plane of the United States is as long as you, of, of, as Europe. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just it's, no, it doesn't make <laughs> sense at all. I was... It's funny, like, my main thing watching the now, film... Now, of course, we are doing that film, so we have to accept in this world they've done it for whatever reason. Yeah, but. yeah. Like, the one thing I just thought was, 
like there's um there's this like colonel or whatever he is, he's a commandant or a colonel the uh, Cuban guy he's yeah, like yeah he's a and then and then this like Russian like guy comes in and the whole thing all I can think is like this is a small town in the middle of nowhere why are you there like the highest ranking officer that you should be there is probably like a captain well I think they just meet there like that's just it's, it's picked out somewhere in the middle like yeah I don't know but it just um, seemed kind of like why is this little town so important to you, you know? this isn't going into like you know the greater points of the film but maybe it's just stuff people don't really know if you just haven't seen it in a while because like I, I've seen Red Dawn years ago um, did you watch it again oh I watched it again yeah but like there's stuff that could easily you could just forget about because even like I remembered it as being they invade this small town like that's the start of the war yeah yeah that's but like it's thought. not that at all like it's, it's the, the end of it yeah it's yeah. The, the, the the they've banned the communist countries have banded together to invade america and the yeah. cubans essentially there's been all these rebel uprisings in latin america right. and they start to move up through yeah. south america and eventually into america yeah and the russians come in through alaska and a meet in the middle, essentially. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's, so it's the meeting point is this town. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I suppose the meeting point is happening in, in loads of places. And yeah. this is just one of them. Because it seems like the the East is kind of still free. They never quite get oh, up yeah. there. Because there's no, that's not, a, like, how, how do you really get, how do you how do you invade New York? Like, Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it they, they just nuked DC? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do they, actually, do they say what happened to New York? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. It's when the the fighter pilot, the colonel... Imagine New out. York just, like, is a free state then. <laughs> like, By itself. Yeah. Even if that, like... Like, the, the communists win. Yeah. And, and America's split up between them. New York yeah, yeah. probably just... In an almost, uh, what was it, Man the High Terror? Yeah. Like, like, uh, kind of idea. Split up. You'd imagine <laughs> a few states, though, would split off and just stay... That, like, that would be the USA. Yeah, there'd be like s- there'd be six states that is now the USA, and then the rest is divided between all the communist countries. And actually, a lot of them are so independent anyway; they could probably easily do that, like with their own state laws and their own state. Yeah, but you would have like <laughs> people from California. You'd have like Americans trying to escape communism going to New York. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a weird. That'd be a good one. To, a good yeah. sequel. They do use nukes in it, so like, the, yeah, yeah, they they nuke fucking Washington anywhere that like they. they is a threat, yeah. yeah, and it becomes a it becomes a land war, which is very unlikely if you're going to attack lane, mainland uh, yeah, US. Like an invasion like that makes sense in Europe. Like if if the Russians were to do, cause like, and that's the other thing with the film: they're not just invading America; they've invaded Europe, and Europe has pretty much bowed to them, except for do, England. Have they actually, or is it they've just decided? To not get involved or something was that that was kind of how he phrased it was the, the Europe just doesn't want to do it have anything to do with it or something like that because NATO has collapsed so they're just like oh well fuck America you guys left you dissolved NATO fuck yeah you, yeah but I assume like the fact that NATO has collapsed like if NATO like if NATO collapses why would like if NATO collapses now why would what do you think Russia would do yeah whatever the fuck they want yeah basically. like yeah, the yeah. film's set in like because like so NATO's like the the prologue to the film NATO's yeah. collapsed. Yeah, I have it so, here. Yeah, but so <laughs> I assume Europe's already like isn't the reason Europe aren't getting involved is because they've already like caved to the Russians four years previously. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I imagine. I don't yeah. mean caved as in like the Russians are all of a sudden invading them and like they're no, they're just putting them in internment they're, camps. They're the power government. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the way fucking 
the way like a lot of countries let America walk all over them now. Yeah, Europe yeah. is <laughs> allowing Russia to do that in this alternative. So, so it's now there's like one European representative has a, a seat in the con- in, well, they're uh, saying, in like the Russian government. They say England's fighting them, so yeah, I assume yeah. it has to be that. Like if England yeah. are fighting them at me, like then obviously there's no uh, EU anymore yeah, either. It's gone. Yeah. So like definitely Europe's Europe's yeah. definitely uh, has its problems yeah. as well. So we're grand though. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not because we're so close <laughs> to England. We're fucked. I'd say like we would be f- if NATO's disbanded, and you imagine like Russia's walking all over everybody in Europe, even though they're fucking going through their own problems, like they have a yeah. wheat crisis and all this. Um, you'd imagine like Ireland's been starved out of it four years before this film even starts. Like, <laughs> like imagine, yeah, I'm a. Imagine an Ireland without the EU. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, like it's easy to imagine one. Ed. Like there was an Ireland without the EU, yeah. and like we were a third world country. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Um, slightly before our time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and even then, it took them a while to get up to date. That was, That's like, it. Like, as we always see many times on this podcast, we talk about like as kids. Still like we're timesharing v- VCRs. Like. Yeah. <laughs> we're just still such a like first world problems bullshit. Like, it's really funny. Yeah, but can you imagine a generation that's going to grow up not like in 20 years, there's going to be, you're going to be telling people back in my day, we used to have to, have to drive the car ourselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to explain to them timesharing? Time VH- First of all, you have to explain what a VHS is. <laughs> and then explain that there was a time where there wasn't enough money to actually own one of them in a world where, yeah, you know... A media you, device. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be impossible. Like, I've, <laughs> it's good a chance of explaining to my dog how the internet works. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It it makes suddenly makes me think of I know um like extra vision or I suppose the Irish equivalent of blockbuster video but they you could um you could rent a VCR mm. for like twenty quid or something yeah yeah and even when DVD players came out yeah you could rent a you DVD could rent player. a DVD player and I remember when I worked in a particular video store the like it was you know after the time you needed to rent out VCRs and DVD players. But game consoles were a huge rental oh, yeah. market. Of course. And they're fucking expensive. Like, it was like 60 quid for the weekend or whatever. <laughs> and you'd have bought it for like 200. For like a month. It. A month of renting it, you could buy it. Like, Yeah, yeah. But uh, back to Red cassette tapes. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> Red Dawn. <laughs> back uh, to cassette tapes. Yeah, so we were going to put uh, some highlights on the cassette. <laughs> the... Um, yeah, so but the, but in this world, the invasion does happen like that, and you know maybe it could, you know now like in the modern modern society, cause, you know maybe it might be hard for people to like take Red Dawn seriously. It might be hard for them to imagine a world where Russia and America were at odds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but today, that invasion could be a bit more likely. I was thinking that like as, um, as like the the scene where the the pilot, the colonel, is explaining to them like what's happening or what's happened and he says that like oh europe have just kind of folded down and but britain are still fighting like good old brits and blah blah blah. all this like they're doing all that i was like wow that's really reflective of like our our client our the political climate right now in a lot of ways well i I was getting at why it seems more likely now is 
like what if you had a president who almost seemed like he was a sleeper agent for Russia, (laughs) (laughs) Manchurian candidate. But like, you know, if you had an American president who, you know, was talking about like how the Russian president isn't such a bad guy, you know, this and like that. I mean, that's, I I don't even know who the president is now. So we, we, we don't get involved with any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. I, that's very unlikely, though. I mean, yeah. Would an American president ever say something like that? Probably not. But you know, I'm just saying in theory, like it's something that you, I, I'd say it's more likely nowadays. Just on, and it's just specul blind speculation. I've got no reason, <laughs> really. To... I've nothing to base this on. No. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this this red dawn ale is nice. It's good. Yeah. Yours looks like yours looks more presentable than mine. Yeah, I kept the head on mine. Yours yeah. disappeared. I might have the bottle I got might have been from the. The beginning of oh, the yeah. bottle, like the the higher in the keg as you're bottling, the less sorry, sugar. Oh yeah, so the less carbonated sugar. it would be. Yeah, this this tastes pretty carbonated. Though you know, I've always been good at head. Um, cassette tapes. Were we still talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, and so that's the thing. Like, so they they do strategically use nukes in this. You yeah. imagine they're. Like, okay, there's a line where he says, you, they've also got, the Chinese are fighting their own invasion. Yeah, yeah. There's They're four, fighting the Russians, which there's, I find interesting. But yeah, there's yeah. 400 million of them fighting them. Yeah, because 600 million have been killed. Yeah, <laughs> which is, a, but not just killed. Like, nuked. Nuked. Because, yeah. like, and like, that goes over people. I, I saw, like, people debating whether they dropped a nuke on China in it. But, like, first, how do you kill 600 million? <laughs> like... There's no other way <laughs> with many nukes, <laughs> but like, but it's so obvious they don't it. Like when, because it's the pilot that set, tells them that, and it, the the line is like, yeah, there's still like four hundred four hundred million Chinese fighting, and one of the guys goes, last I heard there was a billion Chinese, and he says not anymore, and then he throws something into the fire, yeah, and he it throws just goes, his booze into the fire, yeah, and, goes, and it just goes, up. Yeah. it's like. Of course he means like <laughs> how how would that go over anybody's head? How stupid you have to be. Like, well at the time it would make like you know the uh Russian the you you thought it didn't make sense just because the communism thing or Yeah, I would have thought they'd be allies, like they're because I suppose it's more an economic war though than anything yeah, else, yeah. isn't it? At that point it's not a political war. It's uh, a war of desperation and economy yeah and i mean uh, that's kind of even the the film's not as anti-communism as it is anti-russia yeah because like it kind of acknowledges that there's countries like cuba for example that yeah before communism they were worse off and as bad as like you can look at castro fucking 50-year reign or whatever (laughs) and look at as being like yeah he's a dictator but the country improved greatly under him, and a lot of people living there like yeah. were happy with him being president for life because their lives were better than they were before. Yeah, yeah. Like even the, though they were still shit, they're just not as shit. Like that's the yeah. But like they still had like they had no uh, really no technology, like they, they, no growth in terms of well, yeah, technology and just infrastructure. Yeah, but very good institutions and very good healthcare. Yeah, they apparently they're like really good healthcare. Yeah, yeah, and like very learned people. Like they're like fucking yeah. look at the amount of doctors that come out of there. Yeah. 
uh, like there's definitely like there was good things put in place with him i'm kind of got off what i was originally saying oh yeah like the point is so like and they, they said like all the all these there's loads of and the same thing was happening in like loads of latin america places and they referenced yeah. that there was all these uprisings yeah. the 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 colonel the cuban colonel he talks like he what does he say like ecuador and um Honduras, or is it Honduras? Somewhere but he like was it. like he was a rebel. Yeah, yeah. And like and and his he, story is brilliant. And he had to fight against the worse, the the power that was worse to like take over. And now he's just because they're communists. He's aligned with somebody who pro who who like yeah. isn't really a communist. Even that's their just means to to take get power. power. Like. Yeah. yeah. We talked about this. This is like what we talked about in 1984. It's like, mm. it's so, it's, it's, it's the claim of being socialist, but you're not really a socialist. That's just an easy means to yeah. getting what you want. <laughs> like, Interesting, just a sidebar on that, just being loads of, we were talking about this on the phone or was it the other day, we were just saying, hey, um, just loads of celebrities now all going, oh, it's world's turning into 1984. And you're like, educate yourself, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, you're a fucking idiot. You need a, it's, it's Animal Farm. It's not 1984. Yeah, yeah, read Animal Farm, not 19. That was the thing for people. Like 1984 is top the bestseller list for the yeah, first yeah. time in 20 yeah, years yeah, or yeah. whatever. For for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> and my, for no reason. Well, for re- I'm sure there's a reason. We're, I, we're stuck in a bunker. We don't know what's I, going on out there. <laughs> we, for whoever, st- whoever might be. Well, President Hillary, I'm sure she's doing a good. <laughs> Why we got into that bunker is a whole other story. <laughs> Actually, should that be it? Like on whenever the in- inauguration was, the day before that we went into, the, or the day before the election results, we got into the bunker. So we don't. Because we, we knew either way it was going to be a bad thing. <laughs> we don't know. Oh well, we done the reaction to. Uh, I know. Yeah. yeah, we should. That would have been way smarter. We yeah. should have done that. <laughs> we're in the bunker now. We don't. We're not quite sure what's happening. Not, like we know. We know a certain person got elected, but I don't know if he ever. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure. My Mike Pence is a great president yeah. <laughs> after the uh, Trump assassination on the 20th of January. Um, the, the, um, but where are we with that? Oh, cassettes, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, no, I was just saying, hey, like, I, I was listening to the radio the other day. <gasps> the, and they were talking the 1984 thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was, I can't remember his name. Your man is the lead singer from Muse. And he did some interview where he went on this mad rant about, like, oh, it's 1984 and George Orwell had it right. He was just off by 100 years. It's going to be... Uh, 2084 where that world's going to happen not 1984 and jeez uh, that's really you know optimistic isn't it yeah like, <laughs> like, like 100 years off yeah but he had this whole like it was this whole thing of him just being like oh you know and we're we're facing in this world of like we're all going to be watched by big brother and blah 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 and I don't it's just like man you're a fucking idiot like it's 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 actually the extreme left that created that world, not necessarily the extreme right. Mm. It's, it's, it's well, it's just, extremists. Of, like the, the it's funny extremism. Thing is, when the time get, they go to the two ends, they're the same. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's like a a, a, a far right government could as easily end up being Big Brother as a far left, and yeah. vice versa. Uh, be bur- because they're just in, yeah. well the point is and this is what I've talked about loads where everybody, everybody gets so fucking bogged down with left versus right yeah. but there's all these other uh, ideologies that are ca- like like the Bushes both yeah. Bush Senior and Bush Junior were both globalists yeah Obama was a globalist Hillary Clinton <laughs> is a global. it doesn't matter that like yeah. one's a conservative and one's a, all that means is one's a conservative globalist yeah, yeah. And the other's a democratic globalist. Yeah. But they're two di- like because th- that the, the the whole right left that's your policies on how you think. It's capitalism. So you, it's not. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. But their political policies, globalism's an ideology that oh, that like being a globalist would overwrite all the 
all the former. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. whether you're fucking left or right. It's just, and people get so caught up in the left and right. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, either is as capable as being a big brother. Yeah, it's it's all about money at the end of the day and power. It's... The, um... Either way, my point when you were like when you were te- when we were talking about that 1984 thing, how it's the bestseller. Like my point was because if you're buying it now because of a certain president, if you waited that long to read it, like you probably don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Like, why would you not have read if if you're that interested? Yeah. But uh, it, but it's 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 this thing that exists in culture that there's people who haven't sat through the film, haven't read the book have a rough idea of what it's about and then just keep going oh 1984 yeah, 1984. yeah. <laughs> and i love as well the, the 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 sort of explanation point on why it was all so idiotic because it was the amazon it was number one on amazon the book yeah. that knocked it out of number one was milo yiannopoulos's biography yeah who's an alt-right commentator and people's reaction was to boycott Hit, did like riot at his talks and boycott Amazon and burn his book. It's like, <laughs> oh, so your reaction was to act like Big Brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's just. And that's not me. Not like I don't even. Yeah. I don't particularly like my Lionopolis or anything. I don't. I'm indifferent to him, but like that's funny. Like the, the people that were all about like, oh, it's 1984. And then like, the and they, they turn into Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law started reading I mean, that's Fahrenheit. what I've heard. I mean, we're in the bunker. We don't have too yeah. good a Wi-Fi. So. My, my brother-in-law was telling me the other day he started reading the, uh, he, he, I was having this conversation with him. He's like, yeah, it's more like Fahrenheit 451 and how, um, and I was like, oh, you should read Animal Farm as well. And we were, yeah. we, we were going through old books in the house and we found Animal Farm in 1984. And I was like, you should read that instead of this and blah, blah. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, I'm currently reading Fahrenheit 451. I was like, you should listen to our podcast about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, because Animal Farm, I would argue like the, the, the like Trump is more like the pig because oh, he's all about draining the swamp. And then like next thing he's shaking hands with the farmers, like once he gets into power. And... Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> Actually, there's one one point I thought was really interesting in uh, Red Dawn is it was one of the it was part of the same conversation with the colonel when he throws the vodka in the fire. Yeah, and he says um, they snuck loads of troops in by sneaking over the border, like taking advantage of America's weaknesses. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, that's such scaremongering, like for, for, from Trump. But <laughs> that's the thing; it's, thing. it's like, such a Reagan era film as well. Yeah. Like it's so it's so Republican. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Like even the um, well, also all it, it's the first ever PG thirteen rated film. I was reading that in the trivia. Yeah, the other day. I was like, what? Like it didn't exist. Really? Well, just because there was no like, it, I'm sure it was films that deserved it beforehand. But... And and at the time, it had the most acts of violence in a film. Yeah, where it's like, what, it's like a hundred and ninety. Oh no, it's like twenty five every like three minutes. Or something. Oh, it's more, way more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's a hundred. It's a hundred and something every. 2.5 minutes or something. It's ridiculous. I think uh, John Rambo, or whatever they called the last Rambo film, yeah, is now holds the record anyway. I don't know if there was any... So I'm sure there was something in between it. Probably yeah, another yeah. Rambo film. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the the last Rambo film, it's something like... There was, there's two deaths, every, two, two people die every 20 seconds or something. <laughs> it's, on average, <laughs> oh yeah, when you take the like, oh yeah, the yeah, like, like the, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. there'll be a scene where like twenty people will die, but yeah, yeah. so altogether it was like two people die every twenty seconds, yeah. it's mad. or a person every ten seconds, I guess. So, or I don't even know the number, but it was something ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's insane. 
But even like, because it was directed by, uh, what's his name? John Milius. Yeah. He don't, like he's a writer mainly, I think. Like he wrote Apocalypse Now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But like his IMDb picture, it's just him holding a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently like he walked, like he had a loaded gun on set. The, that's and, fucking insane. Yeah. It's like he's walked around with a loaded gun all day. Why? For no reason at all, except he's... Because he could. Yeah. yeah. There's loads of funny stuff like that. I yeah. was reading on the trivia that there was an actor, one of the actors playing a Russian for the, the opening scene with, with her parachuting. <laughs> he, got tri- he got stuck in a tree. Like a mile away. Yeah, and he had to convince like the locals that he wasn't actually a Russian soldier. Because <laughs> he's in the uniform. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> they thought they were being invaded. But that like... That like that's what the time it was. It was made in nineteen eighty four. Like when uh, that was a genuine fear. Also, like there was no no uh, miniatures, no CG. Like that's unbelievable. Everything in that film was done. That's also like really you didn't like none of that stuff was minute. That's a, that seems like unnecessary. <laughs> that you yeah. didn't use miniatures for some of those explosions, like some of the tanks and stuff like that. Like how much environmental damage did the dude <laughs> just make in that film but again that's a real republican sort of oh, yeah and they, they like they created a, their own way of doing napalm strikes mm. and stuff out of matter of interest what cancer did patrick swayze die of i can't remember now because if it was lung i'd say no. that film could have played a part in no it. it was something like pancreatic or like stomach or okay. it was yeah i will look that up question when you were watching it, did yeah. you uh, spot the scene I told you about no, to look I, out for? I was looking for it loads <laughs> and I didn't spot it. I watched it in three sittings because I watched it like on the bus through the day on my phone. I watched about 20 minutes. Right. And then I watched... Um, well, like first to explain to the listener, I told Shane to watch out for a particular scene where Patrick Swayze picks his nose and then realizes he's on camera and tries to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the scene where... It's early on in the film. It's when okay. they go to... Uh, it's when they first come back down to the city after hiding out yeah. and see, and when the, your man gets them to bring his grandkids with him, the two girls, Leah Thompson and Yuan, when they're sitting around the house. Oh, yeah. And they're telling, I can't remember the character's name, but the, his mother died. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, just It's at that scene, and you just see Patrick Swayze, and he goes and he puts the finger in, and then he like stops and he makes it like he's scratching his cheek instead. Because oh, really? he's, just, he's just like, oh, I need to pick my nose. It's just yeah. a normal reaction. Yeah, yeah, it was just a, And then he realized what he was doing, and he just stopped. And, he just, and like, it's the first, it's so noticeable, at least to really? me. I was like, oh, I guess there was just no other take, because what it's, editor would use that? So it's the scene where they take the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe the editor was like, oh, that's a very human scene but yeah, it's the yeah. fact that he hides it like you only do that after you don't know there's a camera on you i don't know yeah. it was a very it was a weird you know how stupid i am like with remembering shit like it, the big joke is that if it, it it would be funny if i was like you'd be acceptable if i was a stoner yeah but I'm not he died of pancreatic cancer how okay. the, where the fuck did i pull that from <laughs> it made my brain did you not like say three different cancers no but uh, the first one i thought of was pancreatic i said like right. pancreatic or stomach or something <laughs> that's insane but so we can't blame Red Dawn for his death anyway no you're thinking it was lungs from all the napalm <laughs> <laughs> effects it's ridiculous uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of fucking old school actors that that died because a lot of them did die of lung cancer yeah yeah a lot of them like smoked and drank whiskey on set as well like yeah. 
Isn't it? Isn't it? Those are the Westerns. They claim they all the actors died of cancer because they shot where nuclear testing was. Oh, really? And uh, but then it was also everybody smoked, smoked like yeah. fifty cigarettes a day and stuff. Most of them died of lung cancer. So yeah, like it, it, it's no accident that Clint Eastwood, the one that didn't smoke, is the one that's still alive. <laughs> like yeah, I think he filmed in all those nuclear <laughs> yeah, testing sites, yeah. loads, but never smoked. So. Yeah. I think he did smoke in the films, but he didn't smoke in real life. Like he always smoked cigars, so he didn't inhale yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. He just, um, he just uh, was it sucked on them. And, uh... Yeah, actually, it's only it's in the Dollars trilogy mainly, and he never actually he's always just got one in his mouth lit. But I don't know if you ever actually see him even put, even inhale and breathe it out. It's oh, kind of yeah, just yeah. there because he didn't smoke, was it? Yeah, yeah. I'd never realized that. That's funny. Yeah, apparently he's still, he's still rocking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he smoked in films, though. But yeah. I, I know he 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 never yeah. smoked himself. Like I don't think he was a big drinker. Either. Imagine a day where it was mandatory for you to smoke in a film, because that's what <laughs> most people did. So to be reali- realistic, <laughs> yeah. you had to smoke. If so, this so this happens anyway, for whether whether it's uh, likely that the Russians yeah, yeah. would do it in this world, but, but they yeah they invade. Okay, whatever they've they've built their what does it says they've built their troops to like five hundred thousand or something. And oh, surely it'd have to be more than that. Uh, five million. Right? Cuba and Nicaragua, Nicaragua, reached troop strength goals of five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, El Salvador and Honduras fall. That's the. Uh, now you have to remember this is also in a time where Germany was still split. So mm. one of them is uh, Green's party gains control of West German Parliament, demands withdrawal of nuclear weapons from European soil. But now that isn't a huge amount of troops considering America. Like America today would have two million. Yeah. Like we're, we're, it's definitely like, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's a good number. Yeah. 500,000 seems low though, doesn't it? It does, but it's also that's a shitload of troops. <laughs> but is that the troops? They've like what? That's not their total, is it? That's what they. No, I think that's their total. Like this is the this is the the uh, prologue at the start, mm. which is I'm going to do to my YNT voice, will I? <laughs> do we have a, do we have enough people come back to YNT no. to know no. what <laughs> that is? Of, <laughs> this is like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah. Old timey radio voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Soviet Union suffers worst wheat in harvest in fifty five years. Labour and food riots in Poland. Soviet troops invade. Cuba and Nicaragua reach troop strength goals of 500,000. El Salvador and Honduras fall. Green's, Green's party gains control of West German Parliament. Demands withdrawal of nuclear weapons from European soil. Mexico plunged into revolution. NATO dissolves. United States stands alone. And there's no explanation to why NATO dissolves. It just, it just, it just dissolves, does. Yeah. Like We just have to accept that. It's worrying because now, in the world we live in now, last I checked before we went into the bunker, the Americans wanted to leave NATO. Yeah. Which it could very quickly start to dissolve after that. Yeah, because they're a huge chunk of the strength of it. Yeah, so the... Uh, and it's it's all about well, most of the money. contribute money to it. Yeah, yeah so. America put the reason America want out of NATO is because they put more in than anybody else and don't yeah. really get a return on their investment as far as they see it anyway. Yeah. So if they pulled out, there wouldn't be a lot invested. A lot of countries wouldn't be standing to benefit then, and they'd be like, "Well, why are we putting yeah. money in?" That could, it could very quickly dissolve if America yeah, pulled yeah. out. You also have like tensions very high between Russia and certain well, and just America. And then certain American 
presidents, as if there's a few, <laughs> yeah. uh, who whoever maybe in power, who, who yeah. aren't as worried about that and seem like to be maybe supportive of Russia, yeah, uh, but still very anti-socialism and anti-communism, which is very weird uh, publicity. Yeah. But uh, so, like, it's it's just funny how. This stuff that seemed very, not very unrealistic, but seemed more unrealistic in Red Dawn when it was released. Is now more possible. And ironically, the remake of Red Dawn yeah. is less realistic than the first both. One. Yeah, well, than yeah. both, like, the first one and the potential real-life version now. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the remake, well, first of all... In oh, the they re- changed it to North Korea or something, didn't Well, it was China first. Yeah. And then, on the lead-up to it, like, there was... They got work. There was a lot of like Chinese bloggers and stuff that always anti-Chinese and racist, and you know China's a big market for Hollywood. So they decided to spend like an extra two million going back and sieging the flags on the soldiers' <laughs> uh, arms yeah. to be Korean, North Korean flags. Wow, and that's a shitty job. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just like putting walkie-talkies into their hands instead of guns. Yeah, and it just became North Korea invading them in the remake. And that one wow. is, that's a ridiculous scenario. Like, that's just, like, not just as that. They have troops of, like, 20,000 or something, do they? Or... Oh, no, well, they've got the biggest military in the world. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, but they, their best air fighter jets can reach, like, 150 miles without, ref- or 150,000 miles without refueling under 500,000 miles away from America. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it would be impossible for that, de- like, North Korea can't feed themselves, let alone get to America. Yeah, and yeah. they've got a huge military. I think it, I don't think it's actually the bi- biggest, but I think they're the third biggest in the world. Oh, right. huge military. But it's just all their citizens have, are in the army, so they have. Yeah, well, no, if they of... if they invaded South Korea, they oh, could yeah. do damage. Yeah, but like they, they do, it, there's a, it's one thing to have a huge military, but to have. Uh, a huge military complex to actually have the industry yeah. to have the tech like they, they've got outdated planes and stuff yeah, they don't have the infrastructure or anything no else. they could never like that's why like they're dangerous if they get if, like their their nuclear program that's what makes them dangerous yeah but they can't invade first of all just to get to america they would have to go through south korea and even though they that could possibly like if if, if they went to war with south they could in theory they could win but they would be a far weaker army after they would lose yeah, half yeah, of their yeah, people yeah. It just would take doing so much it. effort yeah so it'd and be, we'd see it happening <laughs> yeah and then it'd take them like 20 years to rebuild before yeah. they could. like it's just it's such a ridiculous scenario now if they if they actually had planned to make north korea the villains in it and didn't just like cg in flags and change a chinese military to them yeah they could have made it more like in this alternate world north korea and south korea united again and yeah. together invaded America, then that'd be believable because South Korea yeah, had and the they tech. Did, and they did it 10 years ago. Apparently. Well, even if they'd done it, like if they'd done it, if, if they banded it together now, they could do something like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, t- it'd be at least somewhat believable in a film, but just North Korea doing it without the support. Now, I haven't seen the remake. I've seen bits of it. Even if they added in that, like, they'd done it with the support of China or something, you know, like, <laughs> but just, like there's no way North Korea could do that. Yeah. Impossible, like... Uh-huh. Completely off topic, just as I drink the last drop of my Red Dawn Ale there. What percentage is that? Uh, <laughs> it'd be strong enough. Like it, it's you have a, a float thing for a Yeah, yeah, but it's like you kind of have to... Yeah, you get the gravity and then you kind of figure out the percentage based on that. It'd be about, five, I think, 5.2. 
Oh, okay. Maybe a bit more white. Does it feel like there's a kick? No, yeah, just starting to feel at the very end of it there. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh. Yeah, I'd say like it'd, that, it'd be a bit on the stronger side, but not. Yeah. It, will, it definitely won't be above six. I drank one the other day that was like eight, and it was just, I was just like instantly drunk from drinking <laughs> like half a glass of it. It was crazy. Do you want another one? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not driving. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Cord anyway, and it'll come as we're talking. We'll just kind of make it up. We were roughly around. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, like. If you've never had a cassette tape, <laughs> <laughs> no. Where uh, were we? Fuck. We paused. Sorry. I really thought you knew there for a second. <laughs> we paused to, to get, get uh, more, more Red Dawn ale. Oh, that's where we were. Red Dawn. We're, we're yeah. talking about Red oh, yeah. Dawn cassette tapes. <laughs> we, I think we were talking about soldiers anyway. Numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. We, so we I went on a bit of a tangent. Yeah, though, you were saying. So yeah, like I told, like the idea of them having half a million first. Yeah. Like I taught five million. Yeah, we were talking about the unrealisticness of yeah. North Korea actually doing the invasion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And that was more of a tangent, I guess. But just going yeah. back to the numbers, because I think at the time, like, surely Russia or the Soviet Union would have had, like, five million. Surely. Yeah, at least, I'd say. Like, with the size of the... Pl- and, like... But at the time, the US only had, um, I think, about two million or something. And yeah, another, yeah. Like, another half million in reserve or something. Like I, th- I think they had almost equal in reserves, but that kind of... Doesn't mean a whole lot. Yeah, how how long does it take for them to get to duty? If this like if this suddenly happens, like and you're mm. not prepared for it, then. that's another thing. Actually, to go back now, the film is that very like a Republican-driven film, and they do kind of imply that you know one of the weaknesses is the immigration. Well, not just the immigration. That was one of them. We we had mentioned that, but also that you know Americans had kind of stopped buying guns. Oh yeah. That the you know the liberal idea of not having guns is what leaves them oh, open. Oh no, yeah, it was the um, it's the registration of guns gets more strict. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, people aren't. So when the Russians invade, the first thing they do is go to the, the gun most registration. Recently registered, so they yeah, know yeah. who has the guns. Yeah, yeah. Because because your man, and that's the, the first. But that's and that's the first thing invaders like. Well, more like when dictators rise, the first thing they do is take the guns. So it makes it, yeah. if you're going to invade like Russia. Yeah, because the old man, uh, I don't know, is it one of their grandfathers who mm. has the um, he has like the hunting shop that they stop yeah, off yeah. at first, and, and he, he gives, gives them all the supplies. The cold. Yeah, and he gives them a couple of rifles. So then he's killed because they've the rifles. Yeah, and they're like, but but all we did was. Like, we took them from him. He had no control over that. And, like, because it was these arms that are registered to him yeah, went missing. Yeah. So the Russians killed, or the Cubans killed him. And uh, and that's another thing that... Sorry, was I interrupting there? No, no, no. Did, like, the Russians don't just invade and kill everybody, even though they do at the beginning. Which, what a fucking hardcore opening when, like, you just see a child gunned down straight away. <laughs> <laughs> like, when they kill the teacher and then they just, like, open up on the class. Yeah. It's just insane. Like, there's just, you just see this kid just hanging at the window, like... Yeah. Uh. It's actually a very good opening, like, the way that when the teacher just sees them dropping outside. Like, the fact it just starts, the yeah. film just starts straight Which away. Which is a really good way to do it. Yeah, and the fact, and, like, oh, like he's talking about Genghis Khan at yeah, the time yeah. and everything. Um, also, you know the picture of Genghis Khan and the, the character of Genghis Khan? Yes, I read about this. <laughs> it's not Genghis Khan, it's John Milius. It's the caricature of him? Or yeah. it's just him dressed as... Yeah, Genghis yeah, Khan yeah. It. It's really funny... <laughs> what a great way to cameo in your film yeah, yeah he sounds mad like 
I'll, I'll get up his uh, IMDb photo for you. But um, yeah, but also yeah, that thing that they're not just so they do come and they make like an impact on the first second day of their invasion or the first weeks or whatever. <laughs> they kill, let's say, at least twenty five percent of the town, like straight up. But that's to make an impact. They're not interested in just killing everybody. No. They want to re-educate them because we yeah. see that we see the, uh, yeah. the the Soviet and American friendship center, is it, center, yeah, yeah. or communism. Oh no, it is it's Soviet American friendship center. Yeah, yeah. Right. which is a, that that mm, they're real things. Yeah, yeah, or, uh, like it's a play on the name of the real thing. Are they used to? Uh, well, well it was an association started by Americans who supported communism. Yeah, but. Uh, most of them have been disbanded and over yeah, the years. Well, since the end of the Cold War anyway. Yeah. It's, uh, there was a couple of like actors and stuff involved in it. Yeah. I think Reagan outed a, a few of them in his time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just point them out. But like that's interesting as well that like they have internment camps for the ones that are... The t- for the guys they think they're going to be hard to deal with, like the kids' yeah, dad yeah. and stuff. But um, but the, but I suppose it's what it's eighties, so they're probably picking out men who's like, served in Vietnam, mm. and and just I'd say a lot of it is just in, just like he looks like a badass he, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's him over there. He's a bitched. That's his the, IMDb. Profile. Oh, that is the funniest picture ever. <laughs> it's Tom Levin. The cigar, the gun. Uh and that looks like an old photo. Like that's that's shot on film. Like that's an old photo. Yeah, yeah. That's probably from around the time when he made. Yeah, he, he looks pretty much the same now. He looks a bit more like John Goodman nowadays. But <laughs> one of the related photos is John Goodman in um, uh, what you call it? Um, is that just Google reading like yeah. uh, what people look like? Yeah, uh, John Goodman in uh, what's it? Uh, oh, uh, what's the film? Fuck, uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. Is his character in Big Lebowski based on John Milius? Maybe. It's funny. <laughs> the first result when you search him as well, like just on when you go out of images, is John Milius, the craziest man in Hollywood. <laughs> so he's well liked then, as a oh yeah, guy. yeah. Like apparently, yeah, he's based. I, I did think Big that over, overall, on him. yeah, I did think that overall as a film, it's a little. It's a bit messy. Like, oh, it's really messy. It's like, it reminds me of Captain America. Yeah. The first Captain America where it just brushes through the sort of progression of them as soldiers um, and stuff. And it's just... Um, it's a it's, montage. It, like it's, the, it's just a montage of scenes. There's mm. very little to it. Especially towards the end. I know we're skipping away out there, but like towards the end, there's the scene where um, they're like burying their dead. Yeah. And then the next scene is they're just in this house leaving... Like the guy and the girl, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we need." To I was like, "What? What yeah, the? Fu- yeah. Where did this come from?" They're just suddenly in this like house somewhere. Oh, it's really messy. Even the stuff with the pilot and the girl—it's it's like edited to shit. Like the, when the he dies, to make it like this whole like, "Oh, I'll never love anybody again." It's like we never, we never even saw the progression of anything between. Yeah, you were and flirting with them. That was it. Like really briefly. Yeah, and apparently there was a whole love story between. Um, What's his name? Um, Patrick Swayze's character, uh, or Jed, and one of the girls. Leah like, Thompson. Yeah, there was a whole love story between them that was cut out. But so, like, so this happens, you have to put yourself in this scenario. Like, what's the first thing you do? Call you. <laughs> <laughs> Are we in school together at this? <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, we have to be, like, 16 or something. Yeah. Well, what, I'd be 17, you'd be 16. Or, yeah, the year between us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
It's the same difference between yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One one of our big brothers uh drops us to school. <laughs> is um but is it just we're in with the Patrick Swayze character? Like we're just yeah, on yeah. their team. we're just we're we're, just, we're another two kids with them, yeah. With the Wolverines, like. So our mate is uh was the film called The Wolverines anywhere, do you think? Was it ever released as The um, Wolverines? I don't think so. Because that's kind of a good name for... It's uh, great. No, the original, it was called Ten, Ten Little Soldiers or something. Oh, yeah. I think a play on the Ten Little Indian story. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I read that as a title and I didn't get what it was a reference to. I was like, well, that was a terrible title. Good thing you <laughs> changed it. But did the end of it, and then there was one. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see how that works, but then like yeah. it's too convoluted. Nobody'd get it. Uh, but the I think the Wolverines is a cool, it's a cool name. Idea. It sounds like the. I don't know. It's a cool name for their group, like. But yeah, yeah. Go Wolverines! Yeah. Well, it's a, Jed's an interesting character. They probably should have called the remake that, because even yeah. the name like Red Dawn doesn't really. Because we've no like. Yeah, there's no Cold War. There's communism, no big communism scare. Like nobody's just afraid of North Korea spreading communism. No. Like, <laughs> they're just afraid exactly. of a mental dictator. Like it's nothing got to do with his ideology. Nobody gives yeah. a shit about that aspect of it. They're not no. even. They're not even communists, really. Like, yeah, we're not. We're not living in a world of you know loose lips sink ships or anything <laughs> yeah. shit anymore. Like that's long gone. Even though it's World War Two, but you know what I mean. It's all, or even like yeah, the whole like fear of communism like yeah nobody well we need to keep communism off our shores like yeah nobody no we're nearly at a point now where people want us to vote for in communism into power <laughs> like so yeah, yeah, in, in a way but even like even, even you take yeah. like the the sort of the fear of terrorism it's not like it's not like anybody even like you're crazy like the really far-right mentalists who don't trust Muslims. They're not afraid of like Islam spreading throughout America and them converting <laughs> their neighbor. No. Like they're just afraid they think they're dangerous. Yeah, we don't want those immigrants in our neighborhood. Yeah, but whereas communism, it was both. It was they're dangerous, but also they'll spread their ideology. Like, yeah, it was yeah. that fear as well. And that's like Red Dawn. The name kind of suggests like, like Red Dawn, the dawn of this. Yeah, this ideology the, spreading. It's this fear, the ideology, and, it, and it's so interesting. I think it'd be kind of cool if we're living in that time, right? That you couldn't have a dinner party where you're like, well, I think, you know, everybody should be equal and everyone looking at you going, oh. Wait, you think it'd be cool to live in a time of <laughs> fear? Like where you can't express your opinion? <laughs> it'd be really interesting, wouldn't it? It would be interesting. I don't think we have this podcast. We'd be arrested for having <laughs> this podcast. That wouldn't happen. In <laughs> like you'd have met Gordo once and then and then it was just, he was that guy who used to do a podcast and now nobody knows where he is. Yeah, he's just <laughs> in a prison camp somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in school anyway. Yeah. We're at the back of the class. <laughs> oh yeah. Are, are we on the football team or are we Wolverines then? Um, I mean, I played rugby up until third year. Wow, that was it. Really? Well, I mean, I'm saying that like, I mean, that's for uh, after third year is like, oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying that as a negative. Oh, okay. If I was 15, if it's before I, but before yeah, I yeah. started like being like, I don't have to try to do this to, <laughs> to, to fit in. Um, actually, speaking of ideologies, I've, uh, Shane's going through his bag for something. I see a pack. I see two. Oh, no. Red and blue. Well, actually, yellow and brown. Yeah. Yellow <laughs> or brown? That's the question. Custard creams or bourbons? Like, 
do you need to like why are you even presenting an option well you see i'd like to point out right i bought these today in the shop they were about 45 cent each for a packet which is the world we live in where you we, can it's buy. just amazing like <laughs> I, i'm so happy about that but there's double the amount of custard creams for the same money and i'm trying to decide is that a bad thing or a good thing i mean does that mean that they're just cheaper and shitter or well what's the weight of each um, I, obviously the custard creams comes to more but um where is it are they both the same they're both the same make as well yeah yeah that's 300 grams versus 200 grams actually wow. well i imagine custard creams are cheaper to manufacture anyway yeah but that doesn't necessarily equate to being more like i mean you know uh it, it's cheaper to make spinach than it is fucking i don't know condensed ham <laughs> but it doesn't mean the condensed ham is better yeah yeah in terms of its protein god yeah <laughs> it's well like is it more effort to go there well, for I'm, you well i'm gonna take a burp or a, i almost said bourbon well you can keep your custardy custard creams i'm gonna use some <laughs> bourbons dip it in some red ale <laughs> bourbon and a red dawn if we can figure it out open this packet I can't eat as love as delicious as custard creams are. They don't go with beer. <laughs> they don't go with beer. <laughs> it's too much of that sweet and booze kind of yeah. uh, romantic. But, so we're getting way off topic. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. <laughs> Reset. So we're in we're in school, the the, the commies <laughs> land. Yeah. Now you see the scenario changes because if we follow the film, it's different. Yeah. But our, if we're in Say this is going on, the Russians are just invading everywhere. Are we in Ireland? Like, let's say it's the mid-90s when we were in school. Oh, yeah. And the Russians are invading everywhere. So Ireland is what? Like, how different is it for us? So yeah. Red Dawn is happening over in America, as yeah, the film. Yeah, but it's yeah. also happening. They've sent... It'll have to be here, yeah. They've sent, they've sent 300 soldiers <laughs> to Ireland. <laughs> Take over. <laughs> I know. Like, 2,000. 2,000. Fair number. And you know what? Actually... We, like, our, as small as our army was, none of them would have even been here at the time. They'd have all been out in the fucking Lebanon and places. Oh, Bosnia and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. They'd have been I remember my, my mate's dad was in the army. He Although in, in this world is the... He, the, if the He's NATO, though, wouldn't it? Oh, but if the EU is disbanded. They never say this in the film, but I assume the EU has disbanded. Yeah, it collapses with NATO. So then... The, so, actually, well, then our... So probably, we don't even have an army. <laughs> like... No. Uh, my brother-in-law's in the Navy and the Irish Navy is about 2,000 personnel mm. the whole Navy oh <laughs> which actually you can be, like, I'm sure there's people in America listening to this going 2,000 is your whole Navy 2,000 people from my school went on to join the Navy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where we're like our whole school my whole school was like 2,000 people um, yeah like so they invade Ireland but it's a different one too like what so so we it's easier, like so. It's e- actually and like where I, where I grew up in in Ireland is akin to a Colorado in America. Like it's the yeah yeah. If you were to invade Ireland, it, I mean it's the exact middle of Ireland. Okay, so for some reason, I'm doing a semester in your school. Yeah, it doesn't matter why. <laughs> for some reason, I'm doing a semester. Down yeah, no, you're on a your your bus broke down on your way to the Gale Talked. Which is the Irish language <laughs> summer school that Shane used to go to, <laughs> yeah. and one time he stopped off it. He was telling me the story about where he... We stopped st- at Athlone. No, it wasn't Athlone. You stopped in some random shop in the middle of nowhere. That was uh, Athlone. No, it wasn't Athlone, because Athlone's a big... T- I remember you telling me this. No, because I know the shop. It's like the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 
Bat Lund's a town. Like he, yeah, it was like outside Athlone. It's they, way outside. They told us it was Athlone, but it wasn't. <laughs> it's way outside. Anyway, yeah. but I remember Shane telling me the story, and it was really funny, like the way he described his shop. And I was like, oh, I know that shop really well. It was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Where you'd go in and you'd buy a pack of potatoes or crisps or ta- or, or potato chips. Yeah, and it would have clearly on it like. Not like from a multi pack, not for real yeah, sale, yeah, resale, yeah. and and the till is like an analog till, yeah. And uh, the guy's like, uh, 10p, or you'd, like, you'd go <laughs> to buy a bottle of coke, and the first one you'd take out had already been opened. And so clearly, he was just thirsty, had one, and pulled back in there. And he's like, Oh, I'll get that later, and he just forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous, anyway. So, we're in it, it just makes more sense that we're in a country place. So, we meet in the shop, suddenly, the parachutes come down as we're standing in this shop. You just happen to be there, and I'm there, <laughs> and I just turn around and go, that looks like commies, we should go <laughs> kill them, and you're like, will you be my best friend, and, <laughs> and it yeah, just yeah. hits off. Like, so, well, that's the first thing you have to do if something like that scenario happens, you see them fucking parachuting probably, down. I, I would probably do the same as hide, but within mind of, I need to get, like, provisions and get the fuck out of here yeah like even i was thinking about this and i think like i thought about this when i first when i saw the film when i was a teenager that yeah. like behind the old uh, ga pitch irish football and hurling field um <laughs> do where i grew up there's a huge forest and a canal the brosna river yeah runs through it and you kind of have to the, to first of all to get to the bridge to cross the river you have to get over a stream first you kind of have to oh, know yeah. your way around the area to actually yeah, know yeah. what rocks to stand on to know the terrain like yeah that. yeah and like that'd be where i'd go i'd be like so that's how i was like down to the local gap pitch i know i know where yeah. to go we might even have supplies already in there because we used to camp out drinking and stuff <laughs> and i'd be like okay what's jonathan and you're like just call me johnny i'm like sure thing jonathan and, uh, <laughs> but like when they drop in the film, at the start, when you see people parachute down, yeah. I think I, I, like it, I, I won't wait for them to open fire. As no. soon as I see soldiers parachuting down. Whether they're our soldiers or anything, I'm just like, I'm out of here. It's like, at war- like, what's the worst thing that can happen here? I'm wrong. And people are like, didn't you hear about the training exercise? You that idiot? landed on our town. Yeah. Like, and you went and hid in the forest for a month? <laughs> Yo, wanko. And you're just like, yeah, what if it was commies? Like... <laughs> So yeah, exactly. I don't waste any time, and I don't I, like that. Should be the lesson learned. Like you see something that out of the ordinary, you don't you don't go. Children, stay here and walk outside and see what yeah. the problem is. You'd be like, get everybody, get down, hide. Now I understand it from the teacher's perspective because he's an adult and he you'd try and rationalize everything, and he's like, yeah. oh, it's obviously a training exercise, and, and you have off, to adult the situation. Yeah, and they're you're off, with kids. Well, you would be like, it's training exercise. They're off course, but a kid would never a kid would just be like they're 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 soldiers i don't even know what war we're in at the moment i don't know what's going on yeah, but this yeah. doesn't i've seen movies this doesn't look good yeah. and i still kind of think like that i don't think i would try an adult the situation i would just be gone not at all i'd be like turn off the lights get down but we'd run into the problem in that i mean you don't even need to worry about them going for the most recently registered gun owners because we can't really have guns how are yeah. we going to fight the, the the commies it's Hunt of knives and like sharpened sticks. Yeah, here. like we maybe, to... maybe like a fire axe. Well, oh, we could do. I get to have my axe. <laughs> yes, but, yes. But I'll like have close, a, I'll have a hatchet. Yeah, but yeah. close range to <laughs> guys with guns. Like that's that's just not going to work. 
All you gotta do is take down one, then you get a gun, and you get more. Like, How do you even take down one person with a gun with an axe, though? Like, realistically. Stealth and sneaking and having a load of stupid, like, 12-year-old <laughs> under your command <laughs> that you send in first. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 like, realistically, do you think there's any way? Like, as an actual no, scenario. No, if, if the scenario is I'm hiding in the woods, I'm up in a tree, and I've got... A, a small hatchet in my hand and there's a soldier with a gun I'm staying in that tree and I'm keeping quiet I'm not going to yeah. attack him like it is but so it's just you get starved out in that scenario too though like yeah, you need to yeah. find some way to fight I mean you could like there is the you know we we, we, we come from a history of guerrilla warfare like it's how we, we invented guerrilla warfare <laughs> it's how, how we beat the Brits do you think a, a group of kids would be responsible enough to learn how to become guerrillas I guess historically they do. Yeah, they do. Like you even take like half of the people that fought in the revolution, revolutionary wars were all like between like 17 and 22 and stuff. Yeah, but they're being led by experienced soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah. But even you take like, Jed's not an experienced soldier in it, but he's an older responsible. Yeah. I was really, like that was one one thing I thought in the film, like Jed's character is, from what I can figure, he's maybe two, three years older. Mm. He's out of school. Or sorry, he's he's about two years out of school. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're about fifteen, isn't it? Mm. They say, I think they say specifically they're fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're he's 20. like twenty. Yeah. And he is like working, just driving a pickup truck. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I would have preferred it if there was something like, oh, he had he had been in the army and watched. I don't out like that. You see, really, I think that ch- that th- that's in the remake. They made it that. Oh, did they? Chris yeah. Hemsworth's character has just done a year. He's just come back from his first tour. It's like his basic. Or his, oh, I his think he's done the first tour, but it's still a first tour, and he was just an infantry. Ma- you know, he just yeah, fucking. Yeah. But he's got some. But I think that changes. Kind the, of cheapens it, or. Oh, I think it's like, uh, just narratively, I think it works better as just people shoved into. A scenario that they have no that they're not capable yeah. of really I, I love the moment with their dad through the fence and he's just like I know I was really hard on you boys but now you know why now you know why and it's, it's, it's very Republican again yeah yeah but it's very like he's just like I made you hunters and and then he just starts randomly going Avenge me! Yeah, <laughs> Avenge me! <laughs> Park done that brilliant. They yeah. did, did on the Red Dawn episode. Sorry, to Randy. Avenge me! <laughs> I must watch that again. Actually, good. I was meant to watch that one before. I can't remember the setup to that episode. But no. is it just? Is it? I just remember Randy buying it. But is it all? Is it pretty much Red Dawn? Is it the entire? Like, oh, it's the China, China invade, don't they? And the whole thing of like, man, in your country have very large penis, and oh, they just keep charming all the men. Yeah. But yeah, like it, it's getting your hands on weapons that's the issue. Now, I do know, especially if this was back in the 90s when I was in school, I know yeah. who the local gun dealer, because you can't own guns in Ireland. It's actually very easy to get a gun for hunting and stuff. Yeah, We just don't have the culture that everybody yeah. has them. Apparently, per head here, we've nearly the same number of guns in the States. Yeah. Like it's just... When you, when you take like the total number of guns registered to ownership in Ireland, Divided by the population, mm. it's the same as America, apparently. But we just don't have the whole culture of it, and it's yeah. yeah. And it is literally ten thousand people have all the guns, but <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> um, like every farmer has a shotgun mm. in Ireland. And how many farmers are there? The uh, there is a there's like three hundred thousand farmers or something. I, I've I've mentioned the guy before 
to you that like guy he's uh you know he's in hot fuzz the guy that owns the supermarket <laughs> gonna say that he's, he's him timothy like, dalton in hot yeah, fuzz yeah like, he's yeah, him yeah. like it's a private showroom so it's just for like people yeah. that you, you already have to be a registered gun owner and have your license and then you can come up and look at yeah. them and buy something from there so that's our next port of call like, that'd be where from, you go from the shop where we meet you're like would you only here. be not far from yeah, you'd have to. You'd pass to get back into town. You would have to pass this place, and then oh, you yeah. would go on. You would take a right at his pub, and then you're only t- then you're down by the river, and then you just and follow. Course, the, you follow the river out to the woods. All the commie soldiers coming down, they're like, "Oh, they're just running to the pub." Well, and they don't know we're going upstairs to grab guns, and he's just like, "Lads, here, take this, <laughs> take this. Where are you going?" We're like, "We're going into the." He's like, "I don't know where you're going." We're like, "Yeah, we're not telling you." Yeah, yeah, he'd be like that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, take this extra ammo. <laughs> and then he, and he opens the drawer and hands you a revolver. And he's like, this is... Me and your granddad killed Germans back in the day with this one. Take it, Johnny. Take this go- Take this revolver. It's like, or, or I killed... I took this off a Craig or something. Like, you know, proper. <laughs> and and you're like, no okay. Wouldn't it be though like I took this off a brick? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, my granddad killed a load of Brits in 1960. Is that our red... Oh, what a great Irish red dawn. Is it the, Brits, the Brits try to invade again. <laughs> oh, that'd be an... Am- Oh, we're making that. That'd be a re- that'd actually be a good film. Like you'd make it kind of comedic. You'd make it like a Shaun of the Dead kind of thing. Because yeah. I think you can get away with. Uh, it won't be considered racist or anything because our history. Like we <laughs> we're the good guys, so like we're allowed to make fun of them. We're we're making this. Damn. Like just just like we you were, we were talking about the guerrilla warfare. It's actually. like oh, because like after Brexit, their country starts to suffer and they get desperate. <laughs> They decide to use this as their agriculture yeah, yeah. factory again. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, they invade for the exact same reasons they did the first time. I'm surprised those conspiracy guys haven't done the famine yet. That's a really Jeez, good one. I'm going to suggest that. Yeah, to Gordon, that's actually. a good suggestion. I'm going to write that text right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that one might be one that one of it, because that one occurred to me, but of course, it's like a Just as we're saying it, yeah, yeah. Like, Just to clarify, the whole... Many people have heard that there was the Irish famine. There was two of them, anyway. There was one in the 17-somethings and one in the 18-something. I don't know the years. Um, like 1840s, I think. Yeah, yeah. We had a big famine. We had the potato famine, and it was all about potato blight and all this kind of stuff. But what actually the problem was, Ireland was under British rule, and they used Ireland as one big giant farm that produced all their food, and it was all exported. Yeah, and all that we were allowed to keep was potatoes. We weren't allowed. To, we we weren't allowed to hunt because we didn't own the land. Yeah, they owned the land. We had to rent our own land off yeah. British lords. So if we, if you kill, even if it was like just the woods in the middle of nowhere that there's nothing on, if you killed a deer there, a it, British man technically owned that, so you could go to prison for it. It was trespassing. Yeah, yeah, it was poaching. Yeah, and, and but the only crop we were allowed to keep for ourselves mostly was potatoes. And then when there was a potato blight. There was a famine, but there was still tons of crops produced, but it was all exported. But also, like, when the famine happened, because they saw it as, like, a way to cull the population as well. Oh, sure. Their population was, like, 10 million or something. Yeah, we had a a very big population. Like, that's the thing, like, Ireland has, like, we're, what, 4.5 now? Yeah. We never recovered. We're a small island, but, like... We're we're such a densely... For the size, we're so densely populated. Like, you take Iceland... 
like the the sort the of population is like two hundred thousand or something. But yeah. they're inhabitable. Inhabitable. Part of it is still like a tent of like because most of Iceland you wouldn't actually live in it. Yeah. Where they actually live is still like a tent of what Ireland is, but they've got a fifth of the population. Like, so, like you know, yeah, yeah. And that's organically they got to that size. Organically, we sh- still should be twice what we are. Yeah. And even like a hundred and eight years later, it's still. Yeah, we 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 about ten or twelve million, and we went down to like three million. Now a lot of it was we it built was... back up to like seven and eight, but then everybody immigrated. Yeah, that was the main thing because of, like the famine was so bad. That's why more. That's why there's so such an Irish population in America, like because we and immigrated Australia, during, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, like during the famine, like a lot of America, like the Americans, try to help out, and as well because like they are having this huge immigration crisis with all the Irish people coming over. Yeah, yeah. so they like sent. They used to send reserves to Ireland, food, and stuff yeah, like that. and British ships used to intercept. In, yeah, used to stop them and sink them. Yeah, like madness because they sow like two birds, one stone. Like, yeah, absolute madness. That's where the whole conspiracy thing would come in. Like, how much of a part did the British play? I must say to Gordon Ennis because they'll they'll do research on it. We we're, we're just yeah, <laughs> we're just guessing. I mean, I'm not even sure if a famine really happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, there was Shani, is there famine deniers like Holocaust deniers? <laughs> no, there was a huge, really big famine, and then there was a small one. Like there's, yeah, and they were about sixty, seventy years apart, um, and one was just out of kind of like stupidity. Yeah, yeah, and the other one was like all a big conspiracy. So, are we settling that it's the Brits try to invade for this on? I think that is far funnier. Yeah, it's far more interesting. It's and more we're realistic. making that film, and it's something like whereas you could say Red Dawn is mix because you know there's never been a mainland invasion in America. Yeah. Whereas, like, there has been many a mainland invasion in Ireland, so it makes sense. Like, ours is, our scenario is makes actually more, sense. more likely. So it's suddenly. But it's a good, for, for American, it, it put into context, too, though, what we're describing to what happened to Ireland is what people in the 80s feared would happen to America if yeah, the Russians yeah. did invade, that they would go under, they would yeah. fall the way Ireland fell, even though we fell to a much greater power, whereas America yeah. would be falling to a less powerful nation yeah that's interesting that's way better so the language barrier isn't an issue because that's what this like you know the big worry if you're invaded by russia say like a red dawn scenario is just not not knowing what they're talking about would be yeah. a unless big hurdle. we get invaded by a load of geordies yeah <laughs> then it's just incomprehensible but we'd all be speaking irish uh, country colloquial colloquialisms anyway like so nobody know yeah, what we're saying even so. if it's in english yeah, well that, that'd be like... thing too wouldn't you start you'd start speaking in irish too oh, yeah, that'd be your code could, that'd be your like soldier language yeah to be irish that'd be cool so i wouldn't have a clue what people are saying because my irish is really bad but and you, I, you I, went to gale talk so. i was on my way to the gale talk <laughs> oh, so to like, learn oh irish. funny i got there <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I was like, no. Uh, the funny thing about it is, I spent the entire day talked just asking my friends what people were saying, and, <laughs> and I never spoke Irish the whole time. And had a great time. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like uh, Gale talked is more like a Irish summer camp than it is. Yeah, you have to go to classes to learn Irish, and uh, but it's a laugh, but and it's only a few hours a day, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's like nine till one or something like. 
that's grand. Like the de- back in school, that was the fun time of school. It was only after yeah, one yeah. where it started to drag. Yeah, and you'd, then you just like you'd play rounders or something. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot better to like you're doing one subject for you're actually going to. That was the worst it's thing. Three with, weeks, it's an intense thing. Yeah, yeah. But that was the worst thing with school where you're, well, you're doing like 45 minutes of history and then 35 minutes of science. And that's like, <laughs> why didn't you just have a day where you do geography and history? The next yeah. day you do science and maths. The next day you do French and Irish. It would make way more sense. Uh, and you can get in that mindset. It's like, okay, Monday is language day. I have to do French and Irish. That's yeah. all I need to focus on. And... Uh, I make a continuous assessment as well. Well, that'd be yeah. But like, but just doing two subjects a day, just fuck, just let people focus on two. T- like, in no, like, think of it when you go into the workplace. Nobody asks you like, oh, like you work doing graphic design. This imagine you going to work and like Shane, I want you to do like a forty minutes on the website, fifty minutes on the poster. Then we have some social networking <laughs> stuff. I need you to spend an hour at that. You wouldn't get anything done because you know what my job is a little bit like that actually. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's really hard to get anything done. <laughs> but it's a terrible way to do things. Yeah. Just focus. Just spend two days on one thing, and then the next yeah, day yeah. you just do fucking education. Says that's the same all over. Yeah. But anyway. I digress. Back to cassette tapes. <laughs> We're going on the scenario of yeah, the Brits it's, invading it's the again. Brits instead of uh, Russia. Maybe meanwhile, maybe both scenarios are happening. So Red Dawn is happening. Oh, so the Brits invade us to increase their economy so they can fight the Russians. Yeah, or they're just like, look, our all of Europe has given to the Russians. We're on our own. Russia's invaded America. Nobody's going to protect those paddies now. <laughs> we'll take them back. Because <laughs> I imagine, I imagine the Brits will invade us if it wasn't against the Geneva Convention and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like we can take Ireland. I imagine back. every prime minister just thinks, "Man, if we could, if we could just, just to prove a point, just to prove that they only won because we all our men were off at world at the World War." Yeah, yeah, because that's the only reason for American listeners. That's the only reason we really like we were able yeah. to fight the Brits. That all their all their men were busy, and so also like a lot of uh, Irish men were also fighting with Britain in yeah. the war. So there's whole battalions of Irish. So, uh, yeah, so I think that's it's back to the guerrilla warfare thing. That's how a lot of the Irish were able to train the guerrillas. Like they had fought with the Brits in World War One, and had gained all this experience and knowledge no, it's, of it's, the military and we're then able to come back and train guerrillas to fight. It sounds terrible, but loads of um, like IRA soldiers went to South America and made tons of money uh, training rebels and stuff like that. To go back to Red Dawn, actually, it's something that occurred to me. When you oh, think, yeah, we should probably go back to Red Dawn. When you think about how unrealistic the scenario is, at the same time when... So Red Dawn's set in 1989. Not, well, no, actually, yeah, at the same time, Iraq invade Kuwait. Oh, yeah. And America get involved. And the war lasts, what, months? And 10,000 Iraqis are killed and 150 Americans are killed. (laughs) So that's the type of arm, and that's them getting involved in a war somewhere else. Yeah. So what, like, imagine, like, them being invaded by a group like that on their own soil. Yeah. They're going to destroy them. And that's why it would have went... That's why I think, like, it would definitely have just went nuclear straight away. Yeah. Because, like, even if the Russians invaded America, the resistance would have been far too great that they'd have been like, okay, we have to just send in nukes. If they just went (laughs) nuclear straight away. 
Do you think the Brits would nuke Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> would they nuke Dublin? And just wipe out like our government and our Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't because they want it for agriculture. And like yeah. they don't need like Ireland would never even like not the Britain I don't think Britain would ever nuke <laughs> Ireland anyway. Well, no. But even if they want like it would never be an option for one. It's too close to them anyway. Yeah, it'd like, be like, like the wind blows the wrong way. They fucked themselves. That would be like, like in Red Dawn if America nuked Colorado to kill all the Russians that were in Colorado. You know, but that's the reason they didn't do it. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that but would be like it'd be the same scenario. Yeah. Um. It's just, it's far, like, you, they're almost on their own soil at that point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they might still see it as that. Controversial. <laughs> but, but it's what they need it for. Like, yeah. they want it, like, they want it for agricultural purposes. It's too small. Like, Ireland's too small to nuke. You nuke fucking Dublin, you take out everywhere that's around it, just... You've destroyed the pale. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that takes way too much context to explain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. No, I'm, I'm supposed to, like, you wouldn't... Oh, you, you would ne- you should never need to. You should just be able to invade and take it. Yeah, bomb maybe bomb. I did it uh, with bomb. Maybe bomb uh, the doll, which is our parliament, mm. and a few other key government buildings. That's about it. Like what, that was another thing with Red Dawn. Like whatever about nu- use not using nukes. How come nobody was just fucking? How, how come they just didn't bomb the fuck out of the Russia the the places where the Russians were stationed? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they just bomb it? Like, it doesn't have to be nuclear, but why wouldn't they just carpet bomb the place? <laughs> yeah, who cares about the citizens kind of attitude? Well, at that like point, there was very, like, they were, they'd were they already started executing all the <laughs> civilians. Yeah, yeah. Like, by the end of the film, it was like, this. well, they should just be bombing that town by this point, surely. Yeah, at that point, definitely. Red Dawn, like, there's no... Green Dawn. <laughs> well, it blue, would be... Blue, blue. Yeah. Or... Well, it's red, white, like... Yeah, I don't know what... Queen's Dawn. <laughs> That's all. My first song was like, yeah, Queen Dawn. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's the scenario as well. Queen dies. Charles becomes king and is power mad. <laughs> Wants to take back Ireland. Yeah. As he becomes the first king in what is it like eighty years or yeah. something? Like. Um, could happen. It could happen. But so fighting them anyway. So we go we, we're into the woods. We have some guns now in this scenario because we got yeah. that gun local gun dealer. So at that we're already. I mean, where do you go from here? We start. We need to learn how to use the guns now. Do you think the are the Brits um, retraining people in internment camps? Oh yeah, like they're they're t- they're teaching them to learn the words like "God save the Queen" and <laughs> yeah. all that kind of shit. They've like, all of a sudden are acting like communists for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And there's like flags, like British flags everywhere. And they're... Um, are we alienating and, all and our British listeners by doing this? <laughs> all three of them. Anna. <laughs> um, no, it's funny. It's, no, it's definitely <laughs> funny. And it's meant it's been funny. Um, I love the idea of like you know there's you know oh, yeah, just to emphasize like this is a joke. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, you know this, this, this whole thing of like BBC English. very correctly pronouncing all your words very correctly (laughs) and there's like allocution lessons for Mm. like people from awfully who (laughs) give like you said it but even like you said allocution the first time yeah yeah yeah. oh people from awfully yeah no it's gonna say like give us your best thick awfully accent (laughs) like Uh, me personally yeah yeah yeah, go for it yeah i I mean i i don't i won't know how to um 
I think you paid too much attention to to the accent because I really like that. Where, like one of my favorite reviews on iTunes is where it says, "I like when the one guy with the Irish accent makes fun of the other guy with the same Irish accent." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> to anybody else, it's like we're just two people with Irish accents. Like, <laughs> I give a, I, it's like you're saying hearse, but it's like, but but like to anybody else, it's we both same. have the same accent. <laughs> it's the same way when we hear Americans like to have an American accent, but if you're American, it's like, well, no, that's a that's clearly a Kentucky accent whereas the other ones a South Carolina one uh, where yeah. Tosa just sounds Southish yeah like, <laughs> I love that uh, it's really... that idea that to, to everybody thinks they don't have an accent because they yeah. grew up listening to their own voice like yeah yeah, um, yeah well, I just love the idea of just these like huge camps of people and it's really strict British you just happen to watch Blue Peter and like qu- quintessential British stuff that I never understood as a kid because yeah. I never had B- did you have BBC as a kid? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah so, well, see, I... I was East Coast. I was yeah, I was East Coast. So we'd um, right. You see, like I picked up the signals. Not yeah. until like maybe early teens. We when we got like not satellite, but something anyway. Where you get them on. But like a lot of the BBC children like productions weren't a part of my childhood, and oh, I knew right. a few people that it was, and they acted a bit more British. So you got into the head. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's, uh, yeah. Where they were all watching like what like Rainbow with Sippy and all that, and so instead of fighting commies, we're fighting limies. Is that our <laughs> yeah. our whole thing? Is like goddamn limies. I think that's a racial slur now. I don't know if you really? can say that. Yeah, I, I heard a thing about that. Apparently, limey is a, and I didn't even know really what a limey was no. until like somebody explained. Until I saw the person giving out about it. Wow. Well, like Paddy, Paddy is yeah. is Paddy offensive now. Unless your name is yeah. unless your name is actually Paddy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a, I I lived in England for a year and everybody called me Mac, but it was because I'm Shane and they yeah. only ever heard of Shane O'Mac. Yeah, that's the other Shane. I think Ken started that though. Like he, that was yeah. Ken, he's, a, he's a Protestant, so <laughs> <laughs> well, he started that in Ireland. Oh, he did. He, Sorry, yeah. He did. Like yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. he always called you Shane, Shane O'Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot he did because he's a wrestling fan and Vinnie yeah. McMahon's son was yeah. Shane O'Mac. <laughs> like, I forgot he started that here. <laughs> All the Brits called me that, but it was started by your Irish friend. <laughs> yeah, but he just like he made it spread. Like everybody called me Mac. It was weird. Yeah. Um, where here he Mac. was the only one who did it. Yeah. Like, um, I forgot about that actually. That he started here. Um, so anyway, Mac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I just want to call. I'm going to start calling you Mac. Yes, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, that that'd be really funny. Like the whole thing, they're all like, they're there, like walking down the street with a megaphone, and be like Jonathan Daly, we know you're in there. You, we know you're in the woods, and you're like, they don't know who I am. I'm Johnny. You know. Well, I know how we can walk amongst them anyway. Oh yeah, because you know those classic British military attire, like the guys that stand guard at the door, like the tall hats. Yeah, yeah, tall hats. But also very long red coats. <laughs> if we get an extra sized one. Or maybe in this case, I'm hiding in the hat. So oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. instead of a trench coat, like, so we can dip into the town and pose as one of them. Because that's probably the best thing to do to, especially like once you don't have a language barrier, we can just put on a fancy accent. Yeah. You can kind of like get amongst them and maybe infiltrate them as well. Yeah. To get some extra supplies, maybe. 
<laughs> just they're marching down the street going, Tally ho! <laughs> lovely day, isn't it? <laughs> Have you seen Dr. Latest Doctor Who? Yeah. I was just on the dog and bone to my wife. <laughs> Walking down the street and they're just like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> She's having a jolly good time in London. <laughs> You're being like really obvious, yeah. <laughs> but for some reason it's working. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Why I do love Jimmy Savile. What, a, what an amazing TV host! Who could ever find him repulsive or creepy? Why only a Paddy? Why? Why I believe he's a treasure to the nation, the British nation. Because <laughs> I think that yeah, that's an, like it was stuff like that, like certain like TV hosts you see on British TV, like Jimmy Savile, where yeah. you're just like. Why do they trust him? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember mean shit when when all that stuff came out about Jimmy Savile. I mean, sure, I don't need to explain Jimmy Savile. I hope not. No, I don't think so. Especially like people who listen to the, those conspiracy guys would be yeah, aware yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. But about seven, eight, maybe even nine years ago now, yeah. we were. I was in Shane's house one day, and we we're just watching. It was like we were hungover one morning. And it was me, him, and his old housemate Gav. And it was something with Jimmy Savile on TV. And we're like, whatever yes. happened to that guy? And he's like, oh, I think he's dead. But I think he went That's to prison. nine I, years ago. I yeah, think yeah. he was in prison for like, you know, then he like touch up kids and then he died. And then about four, and then he did die. But then about four years later, all the stuff came out about him. It was like a Mandela effect where we had yeah. this complete miss. But we were all like, because we, we had thought, we had thought. It was ex- it happened in the nineties. He 90s. was a paedophile. Everybody found out in the nineties. It was this big thing, and he died in disgrace. Mm. And it came out four years after he died in like two thousand and ten, and got like a fucking king's burial, and everybody wept on TV yeah. when it actually happened. And then when it, and then later on it came out. And but uh, for, we just because grow, we had just grown up thinking he looked so creepy, we assumed that was what happened. Yeah, because he hadn't been on TV for years, mm. but it was just he just retired. And he was a creepy motherfucker. But like my brother, who's 10 years older, was like heartbroken to hear that his beloved Jimmy Savile was a pedophile. And I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's the creepiest motherfucker. And his wife is French. And she, he, when all the news came out, he was showing her like YouTube clips. Of him. And she's like, that guy looks like a creepy pedophile. Why would you ever trust him? He's like, Jim will fix it. Jim will fix it. And she was like, yeah, Uranus. <laughs> and he was yeah. just like... To make sure nobody ever knew he was even there. Yeah, and she, he was just like, no, he was he was Jim. And she was just like, creepy pedophile Jim. Like, just didn't get it at all. Well, this is 90s. So in this time period, Jimmy Savile... Saying, might, I love Jimmy he Savile. Might be, he might be a general. <laughs> general Savile. <laughs> and that's why, that's why it's children are after. Of course. So dark. He's just like, I'm a general. Bring me one. And we know that. <laughs> and that's why we're in the woods. It's nothing got to do with the invasion. We're like, I wouldn't mind living under British law. They got like they got a good. You're just like, Johnny, I'm timesharing a VCR. <laughs> 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 Going under British rule wouldn't be the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't like that Jimmy Sapple guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about this because talking about my brother who was like really trusted Jimmy Savile and stuff he's he would have been that age in the mid 90s because he's he's 10 years old so he's with us and he's like well let's go down like Jimmy like, Jimmy's like, there He'll, like he, Jim will fix it we'll go down and explain to him but like in reality he uh, he finished school in 1994 
so like he was all that whole time yeah, period yeah. like he was that's really funny is <laughs> oh man but anyway so so we're hiding in the woods we've <laughs> only gotten that far your brother we've been there for well like i mean the film set over the course of it months know, yeah. like um your brother's like but jimmy's down there jim will fix it and we're like yeah, he'll fi- he'll fix it. Like, yeah. We're just like Steve. He'll, he's a pedophile. He'll, he'll fix it in the old mobs, and I'll go. Oh, I'll fix you. That's how Jim will fix it. And he's like, no, no, no. He's always been very friendly on TV. But so I, I'm sure we can beat the Brits anyway with uh, some guerrilla tactics. We've done it before. Not me and you personally. No, no. But I mean, like a few. Our ancestors did. Yeah, a few pot shots. A few sniper shots, and then we're we're stealing their guns, using them against them, picking up their rocket launchers. <laughs> Do we get the scenario where an Irish Air Corps pilot? Oh yeah, yeah. Lands, and you're like, hey, you're one of ten pilots <laughs> yes. from the Air Corps. I know you. I saw you on telly getting yeah. your medal. <laughs> getting <time>. your medal. <laughs> but right, my I I hadn't watched Red Dawn since I was about ten or twelve, and I watched it with my brother. I remember, right, and. All I remember from it is these kids are fighting. I don't remember anything about the plot or any of that kind of stuff. Like all I, that's the same as me. All I remembered, like I said at the start, all, in my head, I thought it was just a ta- like the invasion was starting. There. Like I thought it was like it was almost just that like it was more almost like a diehard scenario where they were taking the town. Hot yeah, I thought the same. Actually, that's the way I remember. I, I didn't realize it was like a whole American invasion. I thought mm. it was just a town, and for some reason, the army were too busy fighting the war abroad. Yeah. Or something. yeah. Like, there is a, there's an Australian film called Tomorrow When the War Began. Yes. Like, and, say, and it's it that was Red Dawn remake and then they made the Red Dawn. I don't remake, think it is a Red Dawn I think it's just a Red Dawn ripoff. Okay. Like yeah. I think it was a young adult. But I remember But I think they do that. I think that is the t- yeah. they start with a town. Oh, okay. Because I remember I think I remember that when that came out like, everybody was saying, Oh, they're made doing a Red Dawn remake and it's called Tomorrow When the War Began and then as that's got closer to its release date, then they were like, oh, we're doing a Red Dawn remake with the Hemsworth brothers. Yeah. As the like, Hemsworth brothers, are they bought in it? I think so. Oh, actually, that's it. Back to trivia. Apparently, originally, before... Uh, yes. It was, it was meant to be Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. It's Charlie Sheen's first film. Yeah, yeah. But but the fact it was meant to be the two brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's really And funny. he just couldn't do it, and that's why they... And actually, like, Good casting for bro- like they actually kind of look like they, they look like do. they'd be brothers. They're like it's totally good. convinced as brothers. So there's a scene in Red Dawn where yeah. they find out the guy, their friend, gave them up. Yes, and they execute him and the the pres- the POW they have. And which is a great line where he's like, "This is against the Geneva Convention," and he's Jed's just like, "Never heard of it." Yeah, like, I love that. <laughs> That's really good. It's so... he, he's probably telling the truth as well, like where he's like. That was really creepy. Did <laughs> you witness that? That was fucking weird. Johnny's curtain just moved independent of itself. Completely. Just There's not even a window open. That just decided it was... That, ter- like, when that, that happened was terrifying. and you looked, I thought, like, to me, I thought like somebody was there. I thought there'd be a British soldier behind that curtain. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was, I was waiting for like... It moved so much though. That was... Like, that's the proper... That's when people tell you about something freaky happening and you're like, oh, you're exaggerating. You're playing it up. No, like, that moved that completely in the fence. That was like a curtain. I was looking at that curtain earlier going, wait, that's really held its shape as if it's wrapped. 
like as if it's, it, yeah, as, as if, if it's it tight. Yeah, 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 but they're not. And it wasn't. And then suddenly it just went. It must be uh, just the cold has just hit a point where it just suddenly changed. It. But what was it, the heat? Not maybe, maybe the heating. Heat yeah. But it's cold air from the window. Oh, heat from remind the people. This is the same room we done the Halloween spook show spectacular where yeah. we used the Ouija board. Go back and li- if you're a new listener, go back and listen to that if you want some creepy It's also stuff. the same room where Johnny was killed seven times. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, to go back to our British... <laughs> sorry, there. You know the way they play up the, the Russians in it? Like, they all, like, will die for communism. Yeah. We have to do... Like, to make it funny. Just so as, in a way, not to actually upset British people. Just to make sure they know we're having fun and we're joking with it. So in that scene in our version... When the guy wants to die bravely, he just starts singing God Save the Queen. <laughs> or if anything, we're not even, we're making fun. Like the, the, the paranoia people had with the Cold War. It's not, a, a lot of Irish people have that with the Brits. Like where they have this disliking for the Brits based on something that happened a hundred years ago. And you're just like, get over it. Yeah, yeah. Come Whenever on. you get into that, like it's. Every Irish person has had that experience. This is It's so unique to Irish, where you're in a pub and you get cornered by some randomer mm. who starts going on about the fucking British and how they've destroyed our country. Yeah, and burnt the roof off this country. And we need to take the six counties back and they're all about supporting yeah. your IRA and, and all this like, kind of stuff. And over it. And you're like, dude, that's your granddad's fight. That has nothing to do and with that you. Shit, but you're also that like, has nothing to do with your job, your education, your economy, the way you live your life. None of it is relevant just to get you. Over, get over it. That's how. That's how the world. Like, do you think? Like, fucking. There's no country inhabited just by the people that are originally there. No. Like even no, you, not a single country. Wait, even you take America and it's like and like what they done to the, the Native Americans was terrible, but the natives to America came down from Alaska. And killed the people that were there before them. <laughs> yeah. That's how the world, like, all the world is, is a bloody history of people invading each other. Yeah. Like, fucking the Irish people who the Brits killed were people that came over originally and got rid of all the pagans. Like, <laughs> it's just a series of people invading each other. There's, there's a really cool, it's been going around, like, Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Is this whole video where they take a load of English people and they test their blood, going back to see what percentage they are. Yeah, and they get one guy who's like really, really racist, and it turns out he's like fifty percent like Egyptian or something. <laughs> like it's really, and he's just like, what? Like he's just shocked by it. And mm. there's this one girl who it turns, or there's one guy. It was it's this girl. She's really hates like she doesn't like French people, and it turns out she's like sixty percent French and stuff. And it's just it's really obvious, like a lot of it. And then there's one guy who. He's like black Caribbean, and it turns out he's black Caribbean. You know, it, yeah, it's really yeah. obvious. And uh, but he's also he has in his blood like he also has this like English bloodline that's very British and is Anglo and goes back like a thousand years. And he's like, really? I'd really like I've, to I've that much English blood in me. When, you know, when, like when you see those type of things, like like he has noble blood. You know, yeah. yeah. I'd love if you see those type, like when you see those Buzzfeed type of things where you're getting those tests, and then have someone who's like. Yeah, and your DNA turns out it's not even human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, You're half monkey. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, more like, it's not, there's no, no, it's not on paper. We don't know what you are. Yeah. You're probably an alien. <laughs> <laughs> turns out you're Kal-El. You're Superman. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you're a god. 
Yeah. But so you were saying the pilot, who's the pilot in our scenario? So Yeah, well like it was kinda of, I was saying back to like watching this film at like ten or twelve or whatever age I was and not really remembering anything. But watching it this time, I was just convinced that the pilot was a Soviet spy pretending to be yeah, the soldier. Yeah. And the fact that he was a colonel and he was a pilot, I was like, that's a really high rank. I think, for a uh, but I, I, I think that that's your mentality. I taught that even the second time. I was like, dude, I'm, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he's a good guy. But I was like, no, I think. Like, I, even though I knew he wasn't, I still felt like. Like, right up to the moment <laughs> where he sacrificed himself to save them and dies. Spoiler, right? Right up to that moment, I was convinced he would turn it around and betray them. Yeah, yeah. And then the next scene is one of them betrays them. And I was like, I bet you that happens in the remake. Yeah. I think uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan plays him in the remake. I thought he was a young Jeffrey (laughs) D. Morgan when he first came on screen. I was like, is that Jeffrey D. Morgan? I'm not even sure why I think that. I just think he does. When he first came on screen, I was like, is that Jeffrey D. Morgan? Like, just younger? Way too young, though. Yeah, yeah. And then then I looked him up on IMDb and he he looked really like fucking Jeffrey D. Morgan, but he's just a different actor. That's Um, who plays him in the remake. So, well, do you think we'd have a pilot where we think he might betray us? Yeah, we think he's British hiding. Or, like, you know, he's an Irish Irish pilot, but we think maybe he's a... Irish uh, people don't know how to fly planes. Yeah, that we were like, oh, I don't know, that's very suspicious. Maybe you're... Maybe you've worked for British Airways. Uh, the Queen's you're, you're not an Aer Lingus pilot, pilot are you? You have the Queen's dollar in your pocket, eh? Huh? Uh, you, you you're no Aer Lingus pilot. You're not even a Ryanair man. You're a British Airways man. And he's like, I fly Air, Air Emirates, man. Dude's like, nobody well, has a clue what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's different but companies. So do you, do you think we could take on the, the, the British invasion? In Offaly, we could, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think we could definitely take up arms against them. Because it would just wouldn't be a case of just using pitchforks. No. We have the few guns we could get our hands on. And then, like like you were saying, like all you need to take out, if you take out a battalion here and there, and then you get their arms. Yeah, which is what they do. Like, they get all the rocket launchers. Yeah, and stuff. that's how guerrillas operate. Um, and I guess they would have, like, yeah, they would have rocket launchers and stuff. Scary motherfucking machine guns whenever you mm. see, whenever you land in, like, and an good English airport is, and you see the where we'd be Where we'd be stationed in Ufalia, uh, you're not going to have to worry about tank because the tanks can't get across the the Brosna runs one side of this woods, oh, yeah. and then like it's it's not exactly around the woods, but maybe a mile and a half to the other side, a canal runs but adjacent. They're to not it. getting a tank in there. Yeah, yeah. So you're pretty. But they don't. They don't get like in the film. They don't get tanks up the mountains. They, they don't sense. get them up the mountains. No, but well, that's why they're up the mountain. I'm just saying we don't have mountains. Our option is a woods, but we're yeah. we're as protected as they. <laughs> we were. don't have mountains in Ireland. <laughs> No, it's uh, not that part. Well, we do it. have the sleeve, the the sleeve, bloom. The, shle- the sleeve, sleeve, sleeve blooms in in Offaly. They're pretty. Yeah, definitely not going to be getting a tank up there. So there's some steep hills. I mean, <laughs> the entire mountain range is paved, so you can actually drive <laughs> very conveniently <laughs> up. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's really, okay. I didn't it's know really that. convenient. It's 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 more convenient than the Wicklow Mountains. Really? Yeah. Wow. We must do a road trip someday. Just uh, for the it's really not. It's fun. Such a beautiful place. All right, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we won't record it or anything, but we'll do that. Yeah, just show it. Just sit there holding hands, <laughs> drinking Red Dawn, eating bourbons because they're superior. As I've proven that they go with beer, and they go with Red Dawn. But I made the Red Dawn, so I think I still win somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even opened your custard creams. You you lay a trap though. You knew that I was going to produce some Red Dawn. 
for this episode. I had an and that's, the, and that's the only reason. Oh, I'm on. Was not my motive. We've been doing this podcast for a year. Never once have you brought both custard creams and bourbons. I've the, brought bourbons before. Yeah, but you've never brought them both. You've never brought custard creams. And then the one time you bring them is when you know we're going to be trying out the new Red Dawn beer. When I've already told you that they don't go with beer. <laughs> like, I don't know. It must have been subconscious. It's, um, sure. So I, I don't trust the pilot anyway. I don't trust you bringing your fucking <laughs> bringing your custard creams when you know they're not going to be. I think we'd probably reach a point where like we're in the woods tonight, one night, and we've got this like pilot who is with us, and he's just like trying to help us out and stuff. And I'm just like, Johnny, I don't fucking trust you. I think I think he's I think he's a spy. I think I saw him in the background on top of the pops once. Yeah, he, I think he's. Like, he's I, I, saw I think him. he's in with Jimmy Savile. I think he's in. With, I think he's in with Jimmy Savile. I was thinking the same thing, and this is exactly what I was just about to say. Um, I think he's in with Savile. He's in with General Savile. Him, him and like him and Savile, they're 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 buddies. I mean, I I think they've cornered kids together. You know, I I I don't know. And you're just like Shane. What are you on about? Like he's he's in the Air Corps. I'm like, <laughs> what fucking Air Corps, John? <laughs> the Air Corps is like propaganda. It doesn't exist. They've got like two planes. Pizzagate, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're just like Shane. Calm the fuck down. I'm like, no, no, no. And you know, like there's the whole thing where like the girl is putting the flowers in his pocket when he's asleep. I'll just like turn to the girl. I'm like. Tonight I'm gonna bring you this flowers. <laughs> like I am. Um, oh, okay. Like give me, give me the flowers, and I'll just slit his throat slowly as I put the flowers. Like it's all one movement. Like my right hand is slitting his throat, my left hand is put the flowers in his pocket. All at, so all you, at once. You just take out one of our best hopes. Yeah, but I'm completely convinced he's. But whether you're <laughs> like, but if we're following this scenario, like he's not. Like I know, but, but I'm so sure he is. Yeah, but you say so you just ruined it for us. No, we didn't need him. I was thinking about this. Do we do this whole moment where we kill a deer and we drink its blood? Well, I, I, I would sure would hope so. <laughs> I know, me too. I meant to say that like an hour that's ago. That's a thing. That's a thing, though. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, when I was watching that moment, I was like, "Yeah," and they're just like, "You're not going to be the same after this." And that kid, like that character, he goes like pure, yeah, complete yeah, psycho, yeah. like as well. I love that. Like he never went. Well, no, he did kind of go a bit psycho. It's him that it was just at the end where he's like, "I can take down a helicopter with a machine gun." <laughs> and you're like, "No." But no, I think you that can't. was more like he knew, like he was like, "I'm dead. Might as well like try yeah. go out fighting." Yeah, I can appreciate that. Better to, to die on your feet than live on your knees. Yeah, I really thought when um, the girl had the grenade that she'd take out the colonel, the mm. the human guy. Yeah. What did you think of him letting them oh, go at the end? I loved that. Yeah, I thought that was really I nice. Lo- I loved it so much. I thought the character of the guy who's like, I'm a hunter, and that guy there mm. who... Like shot uh, and I liked Sheen. It. Yeah, and I liked it. Like I liked that ending with him too. Yeah, but I also like thought the, I also thought lose. we needed more development from his character. And the worst thing he could have done was you lose. He should have just shot him first, then said, "Oh, you lose," because then he got shot himself and stuff. But I think at that again at that point he's like resigned to he's, he's not, dying. He's not coming out of here alive. Yeah, yeah. So he. Like I can kind of empathize with that, where it's like I'm probably going to die anyway, so I want to make sure this guy knows that I'm the one killing him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. You say after you pull the trigger, he might not hear you. Like I don't know. I think I I think yeah. I can kind of understand that. You know, you want to just be certain that this guy knows why he's dying. Yeah, you want to go in your feet. Like yeah, 
it's all that whole thing. Like, but but he, they even said like we're done. We've, mm. we've got nothing left. Yeah, yeah. It's a suicide. Like the whole point is that whole attack on the village or the town is like a suicide mission. That was the whole. By point. the end of it, yeah. It's a, did you think it was an anti-war movie? Not really. Well, apparently the original that was the idea originally. It was meant yeah. to be. It was meant to be more like Lord of Lord of the Flies, and it was meant yeah, to be an yeah. anti-war movie. And then once John Milius got his hands on it, it became Rambo. Yeah. A young yeah. adult Rambo, but watch now. I don't think it's it's. I, I don't think it's a pro war. Like nothing. No. Even the ending. I read that like that ending that the epilogue, where it shows the monument for them. Yeah. That the studio are like this is the the endings like with both Jed and his brother dying at the end. They're like that's way too depressing. We have to yeah, put. They threw on the ending. They, they threw on the ending, but the ending. I think that makes it more depressing because it's like. These ten children died, and all they have is this rock that nobody will ever was, see. The director went on on record saying he he loved like, he loved that the studio made him do that because it was ironic. Like it was. Oh, okay. So it actually, like shows the futility of war or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which wasn't necessarily his intention, but that's they, it helps. they threw that on. It's a really good, like, yeah, it's a good. I really like the ending, but it's definitely not like. I think they made it. If if it was just Jed and his brother dying, I think that seems more heroic. Because yeah. then you think they will be remembered of, as these heroes. But yeah. seeing the end and they tagged on, they seem more forgotten. Because like, it, it, it harkens back to earlier in the film when the, the, the Colombians are up there. And they yeah. mention that this was the place during the, 19, or the 1818 invasion. Yeah. And they barely know about it. And they mention, you know, it's just this fucking footnote in history. Yeah. That then these kids are going to be this footnote in history. It's not a good, like, it's not a happy end, ending. Like, that it's they're brilliant, just... though. It's brilliant. Oh, no, it's really good, yeah. yeah. But it's definitely not a happy ending. No. I just like that the studio thought tagging that on was We're going to, make... to make it happy. Yeah. yeah. But that's that real, like, executive not getting the source material. Yeah. Kind of but I do think it's actually quite an anti... Because, like, none of that film looks fun. It's not even, like, Ram... Like, when people think of Ram... I don't... Like, nothing in that film looks fun. Like, it, it just seems horrible, like... I'd kind of be curious to see what sort of picture of war the remake paints. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious now to watch the remake. Yeah, based, having watched the original one again and never seeing the remake, I'm curious. I wonder what Reagan thought of it. <laughs> the original, yeah. yeah. Did did he crack down on Mexican immigration as a result? <laughs> and, and, Cut off Alaska. I was like, <laughs> if we could make that a segment. What did Reagan think of this film? <laughs> Seems like that's, he had an opinion on a lot. Like That's where we need somebody who does a really good Reagan impression to just come in and go, like, I don't like it. And, and, and that's it. Yeah, well, well Reagan... I loved it. Or, well, he, he That was, was an important lesson. He was very yeah. soft-spoken. He talked yeah, kind yeah. of like, why well, I'd always dream that we could, you know, if there was an alien invasion, we could all band together and that could be what brings world peace. And he was a trained actor. Like, he knew how to fucking yeah. speak to people. <laughs> That's the thing. He was, uh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. But it'd be a good segment just to yeah. find out what Reagan... We know what he thought of war games. We know what he thought of Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. And some Spielberg, one of the Spielbergian things. But I'd like to know what he thought of Red Dawn. I mean, like, he fucking loved it. Like, it seems like he might have been... He could have been a producer on it <laughs> while being president. So, I've killed the, till the, killed yes, the pilot. Yes, killed the pilot. So we're fucked. I don't trust that motherfucker. But we're fucked now. Like, he was going to... Sacrifice himself yeah. for a tank. <laughs> we need to find another... 
another martyr. And uh, well, it has no, to be you sorry. now. It no, has to be you. You've got to be the martyr now. You yeah, killed yeah. our martyr. But one of the guys goes into town. This that was the thing that was really vague in the film is that seemed like there was just stuff cut out. Like yeah, like the way it's perceived in the film is he went into town without them knowing got captured, was tortured, interrogated, made swallow a tracker and sent back mm. without any of them ever noticing he was missing. I didn't think he was tortured. I thought maybe his dad was... Because he, he, he just, just says, says, like, you don't know what they... Like, the stuff they did. Or, but you would know... If they'd done stuff to him, you'd know. Yeah. So I'd say that, like, it must have been, like, what he was made watch. At least yeah. that's the impression I got. But when you think about it, like... But why the fuck? Like, say that like happened. It, say that happened. Why wouldn't you, you tell your comrades? That's it. Like, say that happened to you. Com- I, I picked comrades. Yeah. As a specific word. <laughs> but say um, that happened to you. Like, you went yeah. into town. They caught you. They made you swallow the tracker, and you came back to behind the gap pitch where we are. Wouldn't you be like? You take me aside and you say, "Right, Johnny. Sorry, I snuck away from town. I got caught. They made me so- swallow a tracker. We can work this to our advantage." Yeah. I, I, they will be looking for me so I can go up to this fucking hill here and wait. And when you see them all coming, you can take them out. My, my thing is, I'm dead. But even, you don't like, even need to die. Like, like, like we can, we, we now are able to track them because yeah. they're following you. In reverse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, why would you not? And even if you were, you're like, well, like, if they're coming for us, if they're following the tracker in me, they're going to kill me with you. So yeah. I might as well take the chance of being a decoy. Yeah. But you actually stand a chance of surviving by being the decoy. But uh, as well, and at that point, they're like, what, four or five months in? It's February at that point. I yeah, think yeah. it's October. Is I, the think, fir- I remember October is the first time. one yeah, yeah. I noticed anyway. So October, November, December, January, February. Yeah, you're five months in. Right. Even though we've just met in this little shop <laughs> in the country. Like we we we're, we're brothers in arms, ah, you know. We trust now, each other like, at this point. We're exactly. I'm just like, dude, they got me. We need to use this to mm. our advantage. We need to sort this shit out. You like, so easily could like I like if if I'd be in the, if I was in that position and you came back to me, I'd be like, brilliant. We couldn't ask for a better. We now. Yeah, I'd be a bit broken up about like watching my ma be tortured or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, um, but 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 like for me, who uh, I mean, I haven't met them yet because in this alternate world, I haven't met your yeah, parents. Yeah, you've never met so. my parents. So. <laughs> um, yeah, if it happened now, I'd and be like, actually, oh, my parents are up in Dublin and we're down in Offaly, so they probably haven't tortured. I'm not. It wouldn't even make sense. That it was you. It would actually have to be me. <laughs> like, but anyway, <laughs> but either way, yeah. <laughs> but no, but wouldn't it be like it'd be a happy accident? You'd be like. We now know who they're coming from. I'm, I'm so coming to you, like, shivering in bits, feeling tortured and awful. Being like, they did awful things to me. We need to do this. We need to use this. Yeah, but then we we'd be like, this but it was worth it. Like, this is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I'm you, like, we need to make this count, yeah. you know? it's uh, need to make something of this awful scenario that I've been, this horrible trauma I've been through. Then but also, like, can I have a hug? But um, then, like, that's the thing. That's where, like, that's where... Uh, a, prisoners of war come in handy <laughs> yeah for like you have like say we take some of theirs captive and we dress them in our gear and we send oh, them yeah. with you so when like they that. gun when they gun they think they're gunning the wolverines down but Just it's their, their own, own and you're hidden with like um empty guns like duct taped to their hands yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I would be such a dickhead like uh 
So that'd be a great ending. But that, if you're doing that in a film, the audience wouldn't know. You'd have to make that like the, the audience isn't even yeah, aware of the think the, the Wolverines are being killed. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, do you do a flashback then after? No, you don't do a flashback because I think people would just know. No, you that. show then you show the bodies up close, and you would have that scene where like the the Brits. Because it's Brits now, yeah, and course, yeah. are like poking them to make sure they're dead, and they turn <laughs> over and they've like got empty. They like... spot a blue Peter badge on one of them. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's so deep. Nobody's gonna get that. That is just brilliant. Oh, oh man, and you know what? Because you're with them when they gunned them down, and you were up there. And then you open up your oversized trench coat and I'm actually underneath you and I'm <laughs> on the minigun. Gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great And You don't do a flashback. I think you what you do, you wouldn't flash back to it, but you'd have so we in the di- earlier in the film at some point yeah, we would mention dialogue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be a great ending. And that'd be a, that's like the really pr- pro-America sort of <laughs> Republic. Pro-Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, do I get to slit any more throats? Or I mean, as they're as they're already lying on the ground, dot you're just finishing the job. Oh yeah, like the, your man was going around with a shotgun. I was going around with a knife. I'm not sure that's painting a good picture of you. <laughs> but none of these scenarios ever do. That's, that's the whole point. You know, I, uh, I always come out the guy who's likes well, you don't murder. Co- you, yeah, yeah. Well, you seem to. <laughs> Make sure it comes out that way. Don't know what you're talking about. So do we? So so we we, we just win. We well, well, this we, we, started we, with Red Dawn and it became us fighting the Brits. <laughs> we free awfully from British just rule. awfully, and it becomes an independent state. And, uh, and no, I think the two, two of us become horrible dictators. Over no, I think the the epilogue of it is though we kickstart. Where like yeah. other other counties start to pick up arms against the the Brits. They see what we did, and it yeah. and they realize it can be done, and uh, and we spread out as well. I think after after that we like go off into the sunset in our oversized trench coat. <laughs> to you on my sh- or yeah. me on your shoulders this time. Right? Yeah, yeah. For, and they're just like, why do they insist on leaving <laughs> dramatically on each other's shoulders? It seems really <laughs> impractical. Why? Why? Well, if you listen to the podcast, you'd know. Listeners, what would you call the Irish remake of Red Dawn about the Brits? Here's Jack. I think, no, well, I'd like Dawn to be in the title some, but there's no real colour to correspond. Like, Lime like, Dawn. Red Coat <laughs> Dawn. Well, I don't know. Um, yeah. We need a good, uh, we need a good name. I love the reveal of a Pete, Blue Peter badge. That's just so funny. Sorry. I don't even know what a Blue Peter badge looks like. I just hear about it a lot. It's like a little crest that says Blue Peter on it. Or... For American listeners, Blue Peter was a very popular children's show in the UK. And you could earn Blue... You, they would send you Blue Peter badge for achieve... Like, if you did some... It, it was, they weren't that easily earned, but... I didn't have they, BBC, so... They were handed out for... If you sent them in some spectacular art, or if you appeared on the show, okay, for so something like the you den, achieved, the den, our, we had the den in Ireland, and if you're on like the furry green telly quiz or whatever, you got a sticker or something. Yeah, if you came on and won, <laughs> we were like, a bit lower rent than. BBC. If you won a competition of any kind, 
you got the prize plus a blue Peter badge. Mm. Or sometimes they would just select people from society who were like outstanding yeah, at their yeah, job. Like, like a, a somebody to like a, a Cub Scout who cleaned up, who got a badge for cleaning up the most litter would then get a blue Peter, Peter badge. badge. Well, we might have alienated a lot of our listeners because you don't know a lot of these references but i think you've probably learned a lot about the irish and british relations Uh, yeah we love our british uh, counterparts really oh definitely like it's just funny to us yeah that's the thing is like our generation is we're we're the generation who we're we're almost the first generation who are born outside of all the bullshit the generation before us cutting do this episode and make fun like that's why we're like yeah it's funny to us because it's so it's so ridiculous and over the top today and that's why it'd be such a funny film like they take it really personal yeah yeah um well like there's a generation that think well well that well that could happen yeah yeah. (laughs) like we're we're like oh that'd be so funny it's a generation after us wouldn't have a fucking clue they wouldn't Mm. know what we're talking about is um yeah it's so funny so i'm not sure if we survive red dawn but we survive Brit Dawn or whatever we're calling Brit it. <laughs> uh, Savile Dawn. Oh, we've, well, actually, yeah, we, we, we need to sort Jimmy out. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, actually, so it has to after, well, that's it, after that scenario where we, they, they're led to you because you got the tracking yeah. device and we kill them. Then we go into town on the suicide mission. We're just going back. We've got to sort Jimmy out because who knows what he's up to. You have to be vague about This is the 90s. Nobody knows what Jimmy's up to. Pretty sure me and you do, but nobody else does. For some reason, everybody's like, oh, but Jim, Jim will yeah, fix I it. I trust him. Um, so he'd be the one. So like the, the ending. You know what? No, this has like, well, has to, it's probably going to end like Red Dawn. So we, yeah. we do the suicide mission. Me and you are on the, the train that's surrounding. Jimmy's in, in the role of the... Hunter, yeah. The Russian, yeah. That's Jimmy. Who would be the the Cuban? It'd have to be an ally. It'd have to be like a Scottish. Who's a Scottish? Oh, yeah. Scottish. It's Ewan McGregor. Right? He, <laughs> <laughs> he, what age would you... Well, trans, I know, he just trans, did train spotting. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but there's surely... <laughs> the Scottish person that, I can think of. That's sorry. what I was thinking about. Just the, <laughs> I was going to call it. What's his name? The comedian. Oh, shit. Famous, really famous comedian. Older oh, uh, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Billy Connolly. Because <laughs> he loves Ireland. He'd let you go. <laughs> he, he loves Ireland. Well, he'd have never been there to begin with. He'd have taken up arms against the Brits straight away. Yeah, yeah. It's um, <laughs> just Sean Connery. <laughs> He's just up there slapping women. Because uh, <laughs> I love that my favorite thing about Sean Connery, the, <laughs> what's the Al Capone, the Brian De Palma film? The Untouchables, the Untouchables. Yeah, yeah. he plays an Irish man. Oh yeah, the, so, yeah, he, yeah, the, perfect. The, but yeah. they constantly call him a paddy and all this. Yeah, yeah. And he has a Scottish. He just doesn't even He's try so, to yeah. do an Irish accent. So it's so it's Hugh. Is it's yeah, Sean Connery, mm-hmm. and he suddenly has this moment of like. But I played an Irishman in the Untouchables. <laughs> why he's there to begin with? Why Jimmy Savile's there? Yeah, yeah. But so Jimmy Savile is. So Jimmy Savile is the so sycophant, he, right? Does he get me? No, he gets I'm, me. So I get to kill Jimmy Savile. Yeah, narratively, it makes sense mm. that I'm killed then because I should have died earlier, but I didn't. So he shoots you off the train, and I drag you in behind, and he's looking for us, and that's where I pick my moment, and I'm like. Fix this. 
and, and you just get him right between the eyes like perfectly <laughs> one shot yeah. right between the eyes and he just goes oh, just falls and then, yeah he makes that weird noise he used to make that sounded like an ejaculation just saying I don't know why people didn't find that weird. like he used to do that remember really? he go then he'd make it Woo He'd oh, make yeah. this weird noise And you're like oh. <laughs> He just goes Woo <laughs> <laughs> He used to make that weird noise and you're like How did nobody see this As being creepy It's so wrong It's so wrong But that, And that's what he does Even when he's been shot He's just like goes, And then as I'm car- So I'm carrying you off in, in the trench coat I've yeah. got you wrapped In the trench coat oh. <laughs> like It used to be Our trench yeah. coat yeah, yeah. And, and you go to the Pike bench And you're like well, could have been well, Before that And then I look up And Billy Connolly's Got the gun And then he Holds it down And went, I played an Irish Or no Sean Connery Sorry we yeah, said yeah. It was Sean Connery He's like I played an Irish man once And then we go To a park bench And we die together yeah. Although does Jed what happens to Jed? Because he's 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 been shot. He's by been shot. But, yeah. yeah, but he's <laughs> but he's not is he mortally wounded though? He falls at the ver- like he but he falls more like he can't carry the weight. Like it doesn't look like he's like he definitely if he gets medical yeah. help in time, he's fine. Yeah, but he's not gonna get medical He's gonna bleed out. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, so we all die. But of course we do. And there's just a mom, monument. So it's the end of the series. We both die. We usually work it that one of us has to survive to go to the Lazarus pit and bring the other one maybe, back. Maybe you survive your wounds. No, I think we can both die in this one. But the thing is, Jed puts his own name on the stone before that mission. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he, he knows he's not coming back. So we don't survive Red Dawn, but we survive to the end. We, we survive it because we yeah get, we yeah. get to the end yeah because fuck Savile. <laughs> I feel like we haven't offered any tips how others can survive it, but stick to your round, fight those motherfuckers. No, okay. Well, so the, before we finish up the, the serious question, not the serious question, but want to bring this segment back for this particular film. What would you add to your bug out bag to aid oh, you yes. in this scenario? Like, what do you think characters... Well, maybe it's something they already had, but what 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 could you assure would be useful in this scenario that, you, that people should prepare for, people should put in their bug out bag? What do I think? Yeah. I think the most important tool in from this is probably the revolver. Just, re- yeah, the have pe- a revolver. It's a, it's a peacemaker, I believe, is the revolver. yeah. I think realistically in this, because t- like not, not talking about Red Dot, but this is a spe- this scenario is not just this is like the breakdown of society. This is when there's going to be complete fucking chaos. No, but everybody's yeah, going to yeah. be stressed the fuck out. Like in a realistic scenario with the like this, uh, a country's going to invade you. Everybody, everything's going to be thrown into disarray. Everybody's going to be fleeing their towns and stuff. You're yeah. going to be meeting hordes of people. Everybody's going to be stressed the fuck out. I think like just having. A carton of cigarettes in your bug out bag. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like that's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I, but the, I think that's a good thing to have anyway. Like, if you got fucking cigarettes with you and you can, you can trade, yeah, you, yeah, and just you meet somebody and you can just offer them a cigarette. That's a really good. Just your friends. Yeah, instantly. like I think having a carton of, in any scenario, a carton of cigarettes is good. But in any sort of like society, is just thrown out of whack and you're fucking everybody's panicked i think just having cigarettes you need you need a unit of vice yeah <laughs> essentially a unit of vice yeah. this is one of those scenarios where a unit of vice is absolutely but, but cigarette, necessary. cigarettes or alcohol mm. like anything else like 
drugs, there's no point. You know, no. porn, there's no point. It's it's no. drug, it's it's alcohol or cigarettes. Something that would relax somebody. Possibly weed. You could do yeah, weed. Maybe not too much weed. No, because that could that could fuck everything up. Something that, I think so. cigarettes just like a big fucking bag of tobacco. That's that's what I would add for this particular. I mean, it's not necessary each time, but like for this situation, that's definitely something yeah. that'd help you out in your bug out bag. Absolutely. In a lot of situations, I think it'd be helpful. Yeah. Any anything where there's going to be mass panic and hysteria, whether I you think. smoke or not, yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, dude, you I really like that more? actually. In the the TV series, uh, have you watched Under the Dome? No, I haven't. No, no. It's not very good. I I fucking love the book, but the one thing I liked in the TV series before shit starts to go down. The main character, he's just he, he goes into a Seven Eleven and he just buys loads of cigarettes and he's walking <laughs> out. And the there's this girl that has kind of been flirting with him and she meets him. She's like, "You don't smoke." And he's like, "A lot of people are going to start smoking," and that's uh, all he says. Oh, very good. And it's just very good. Uh, he and he's just been in, he, he's like Skeet Ulrich in Jericho, where he's, he's went to, back for more. He's yeah. just back from post-apocalyptic school. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. Um, cool. Yeah, so I think that's it. We serve. I'm not sure if we survive Red Dawn, but we survive one of the dawns. Yeah, that's it. Have a nice apocalypse. Stay safe and be prepared. <laughs>